Uh, we are back. It's what's the cheese? A uh, little bit different. We're overseas these days. Uh, so a little Skype call. But Sean, uh, our guest is with you. Do you want to let the people know who it is? Well, it's a long story with this guest because at one point he was the mystery guest in the poll, the, the name everyone wanted to know. But uh, the first time he gets on the poll and he uses his actual name, he uh, wins by a landslide uh, <laughs> against stiff competition, against Duff and uh, Peter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, here we are. We have Simo. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, excited to be on Simo. Yeah. Well, when you've done the mystery guess one, like, how long did you run that one for? Well, that gag, that gag went on. For, <laughs> for, it went on for like two weeks and then put it away. I think we put it back in. I think no one cared, really. <laughs> we were saying it was going to be someone else, but it was always going to be you. <laughs> someone who actually... <laughs> oh, there's, um... Well, Valo, uh, how are you keeping a new cast? Everything all right? Yeah, um, I'm best mates with John Joe Shelby now. Uh, yeah, uh, he's teaching me all the tricks. Be a midfielder. He'll come come back to rush in a year or two and uh, set the league alight. You know, is he teaching you how to get yellow cards? Is that his big trick, or is it just a no look pass like he usually does? And uh, it doesn't actually. Uh, a bit of both, you know, a bit of both. Fair play, fair play. But um, yeah. Just so everyone knows, we're abiding by COVID rules right now. Only one person around, allowed in the house at level three. Yeah, and you know, will abide by it. Some others might not. You know, I saw some Instagram stories. You know, there's a fair few sessions going on. Yeah, there's a fair few, and uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to mention any names, so you'll have to work. <laughs> Hopefully, so, none uh, of our future guests were uh, partaking. You know, sending videos or anything like that of uh, them at big sessions. Wouldn't wouldn't have that. Yeah. It's one thing to do; it's another thing to publicise it, isn't it, Alan? <laughs> What's it like over there, Alan? Do they care about COVID? Um, they have sort of like some rules, but uh, like all the pubs and that are still open. Like you know, they've been closed over there. I think have they? So here they're still open. Um, but they just closed oh, at so. Uh, Basically, ten minutes before ten, they're just like, right, kick you out in ten minutes. And the <laughs> the people that you see on the streets, like you think it's um, like hardcore street at three in the morning, like it's ridiculous. It's ten at night. You know? But uh, oh, yeah, good crack. There you don't care. There <laughs> 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 your restrictions don't care. But luckily, when we went there, we took precaution and priority in our face masks, and you know. It just as precaution as well. I got tested uh, when we got back and negative, negative, yeah. negative, and we were all together. So. Positive for being a tick. Oh yeah, little <laughs> <no> tick. <laughs> Did he have to get tested be, like because of where he went, or was that something he should have done beforehand? I think he was just feeling a bit uh, sick after the trip, so he just went and got tested. Yeah, uh, nothing to do with three days of heavy drinking and shouting. Like. <laughs> Why would it? <laughs> but um, yeah, I know. Like, there's just, I think you actually have to have two symptoms to get tested nowadays, anyways. And you know, I think you just had a just had a cough, but because we're very responsible young men, we we just went and said get tested. Next thing you do, just 
get tested. I don't think anybody told him. <laughs> I think he just done, done himself. <laughs> uh, he, he's a responsible one. <laughs> that chat can't be leaked. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, no, no, no. But um, WhatsApp groups can never be leaked. Uh, and when they do, it's always trouble. It's never a good thing. When, uh, when I've I, never received a good message on WhatsApp. It's always something terrible. <laughs> it's always a, like a, a messed up video or something like that. <laughs> it's like when... Uh, was it that team that won some trophy and the guy in the mad stripper and like disease? Oh, the hurling team or something down the country. Yeah, yeah, like that that went viral so quick, and you could see there's even uh, WhatsApp like screenshots of lads, don't share this, don't share this, please. We're getting so much trouble. Do you remember the, the striker Christmas party one that went around? Oh, that's a terrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> a whole company in tatters. Like apparently on their uh, jobs.ie they had like on a fifty job opens the next day. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Ridiculous. There's no excuse behind it. When they sack you, do they show you the video and say that's why we're sacking you? <laughs> right. I think lads knew. <laughs> I think you just don't turn up to work. Yeah. You see not to turn up to work. Just accept it. <laughs> yeah. oh. Don't even get in touch with us. Just presume you're sacked. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell your roommates. No, I don't really like the boss. No, <laughs> no. he's rude to me. What are rules like over there? Is uh, are the pubs going mad now? Pubs are closed as of yesterday. I think you can only uh, you can only be open if you can serve food outside. I don't know why I'm telling you this. I don't watch the fucking news. I don't know the rules. Yeah. <laughs> this is so vague to me. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I just the worst man to get information out. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if anyone does serve outside in Rush anyways. No, I think like that's more of a scary thing. I think blue oh yeah, she's always getting COVID. <laughs> I think uh, blue is allowed to serve like stoops because they're got that outdoor area. But like Walsh is still be closed. I think Strand's closed, Harvest everywhere's closed. Yeah. Like back to like three months ago. <laughs> like actually closed this time. Because all, all, <laughs> all the guards are just like in Dublin, so concentrated, and I've seen like there's a massive guard of presence in Dublin, apparently. Yeah, it's huge. So you can't can't really get away with it. Not that anyone was trying to get away with it at any point in time, but uh, <laughs> they, you know, everyone's just trying to do their best. Apart from like the people who I will not name who might be having house parties. <laughs> I don't think I've mentioned them today either. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, Samuel, how's your weekend been? Crans, uh, no, I tried to go paddleboarding this morning. Scary, that got called off. It was just too windy and too choppy. Uh, watched the lads get in and just get thrown around by the sea. <laughs> stood in the stood in the beach watching them. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty quiet. Last week went with you, Sean, up to Derry. That was great crack. Um, first proper night out in like four months, I'd say, or something. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just mad to be in a pub, like the way they shut down the shutters like six in the evening, it's like nothing going on in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you're sketchy uh, about something other than the troubles in Derry. <laughs> <laughs> We're only 30 years too late. <laughs> what was uh, your favourite story from Derry? As in like, what we got up to, or your man doing the tour? Well, what stuff. we got up to. That's more fun than the press. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was, was great oh yeah Man, like there was two lads in the pub who supported Liverpool and, or Leeds sorry and about I'd say about eight or nine lads who supported Liverpool 
and uh, Liverpool took the lead, took the lead, and then when Leeds scored that offside goal, you swear there was like fifty Leeds fans in the uh, pub. Because I don't know if it's a Leeds thing, but the other fella who we didn't know who was a Leeds fan, <laughs> he was just screaming at the top of his lungs and like shaking his mates. And Mackey was like giving it socks, and the goal got called off side or whatever. And Mackey just sat down. And he goes, oh, "Typical against Leeds, aren't we?" And then. <laughs> Leeds scored like five minutes later and he jumped up with the same energy and like throughout the match Leeds were either drawn or losing and I think Liverpool were 4-2 up at one stage and they scored a goal to make it 4-3 and again you'd swear they scored a Champions League winner the way they jumped up and started just wrecking the place just like yeah it was like ah oh. and your man was doing the same thing it's insane like I hate to I'd hate to you know, for a Leeds game because he just screamed the house down like <laughs> my favourite story was uh, with out, outside one of the pubs like after closing uh, Louis had his electric skewer oh, and uh, <laughs> he was uh, driving he was like offering girls lift on his lift on his scooter kind of like hey hop on and then they just like bomb off do a few laps of like a plaza a, a, shops. Plaza, a plaza of shops and then bring them back you know he's kind of like the fawns you know he's like yeah hop on no problem <laughs> Well, they were maybe more than a leap year younger than them, I'd say, oh, but, they, but they were allowed into that pub, so... <laughs> uh, risky business, I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. But like, For a start, you're going around dairy and a fucking skewer, so I don't know. <laughs> after, after that pub was us, the lad who gave us... Uh, the tour. the tour about Derry, he spotted us because Louis was just bombing around on Oh, yeah, I missed him. I wanted to uh, just, like, get on the point of him. He had mad stories. <laughs> and he just, he ran over to us, kind of like, I knew it was you. You're the only people that have a scooter guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Did he bring the scooter because he can't walk, or was he actually trying to, like, impress people with it? He's got, like, I think he tore something, or, like, yeah. messed up his ankle. Some way he's on crutches, and then, like, he couldn't uh, he couldn't be on crutches on a night out, and he couldn't go around all day. And so he just whacked the scooter out and just scooted around. I say he would have brought it anyways. Like at the at the very end when we were uh, just leaving the car park, Louis got his uh, <laughs> Louis got his scooter out and we're just having to go, <laughs> come like going around the like the indoor car car park just <laughs> screaming yeehaw like. Just in a shopping centre car park. The thing goes pretty fast. I had to go up as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, with the mystery trip, if you were to organise one... I'd uh, happily organise one this year because I have lots of holidays now. Oh. If lads can do it. Jesus, that wouldn't be too bad, but still probably staying in Ireland. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, you can't, like... It's too risky to be gone abroad. Like, my brother uh, lives in London. As the past couple of months, but he's back on now. Uh, he flew home for a fiver, a fiver, and he's supposed to fly back over this week. I think or like Wednesday, just gone, and um, he's staying for whatever reason. But it's no hassle because if he wants to go back, I think we're, like he could just get another flight for like six euro or five euro again. Like flights are ridiculously cheap because obviously the airline industry is struggling. Holy crap! That is right now. Yeah, that's boom time cheap. So he came home. I don't think he had the suitcase around. He just like put his passport in his pocket and went to the airport and came home. So it's more expensive to get the bus to the airport. Oh, God, yeah. Than to actually get the yeah. plane. That's unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, if you're organising one of the... They're great crack. Oh, yeah. I feel like if you're organising again, you wouldn't 
one like Clerken organising it again because he's organised two now. You never get the actual surprise of where we go. Like, so we're in Hamburg and, like, two years ago, I think it was, and everybody's putting money together. I somehow got launched with it. <coughs> and uh, had like 300 quid, 50 euro from everybody, could be more. You walk up, I remember you were helping me the, the last day. You were helping me, we went up to get our first round on the last day of heavy drinking. Walked up, was like, Can I get 15 vodka sprites and uh, one disserano and coke for Sean? Yeah. We go up to pick them up. I grab like three or four and like bring them over to the table, grab them more. Sean, he goes to grab his, just knocks his drink over straight away. It's like half 11 in the morning. Your one just looks at him and is like, I point them. And then Sean's like, oh, cheers. And then it was just chaos from there. But uh, yeah, what happened with the kitty was when it was over, the holiday was over, there was 40 quid left. And uh, I was like, put it in the chat. I was like, yeah, lads, there's 40 quid left there. If you want to just like somebody come out one day and have points or whatever, it's like 10 points. And uh, I kept saying that. And then there'd be days originally I was like, I'm not going to bring it out because not everybody's there. You get everybody a point. And then, uh, that went down for like a year, a year or more. And then one day, it, just, it was just sitting on my counter in my room constantly. I just saying, and Kiki goes, do you want to go for points? It was like a Friday night or something. Nobody was there. I was like, fuck yeah, we'll go to the drop. We just drank the 40. Yeah. Those are simpler days. Oh, simpler times. <laughs> more enjoyable times. Uh, we just drop, and there's money on the counter. The, un- <laughs> the unexpected point on a Friday. Willy nilly. Willy Wednesday. No, yeah, all willy nilly. Walk in. What are you having, lads? Uh, no, you walk in. It's like, get out. I don't ask. Where would you, uh, what kind of place would you be looking for if you were to book the mystery holiday? Like, would you want something coastal, something city? Yeah, where well, did, if, where'd you guess? If you're doing, um, yeah, it's got to be coastal or the north again, because the way the nightlife is up there, you actually get a bit of crack. No point going to, like, Galway, great crack, but if everywhere shut down in Galway, what's the point? You're just sending the gaff. Um, but, like, yeah, again, Galway would be great for the coastal aspect. There'll be just a load of stuff to do. But I reckon you'd have to go up north again, because lads could be looking for nights out and stuff. Like, we, the, the hotel bar service, but you don't want to be a case of, like, oh, we're drinking in the hotel bar for three days. You're not going to meet anybody. You're not you're just... Just the same shit as drinking and watches every weekend, isn't it? <laughs> the same people. That's <laughs> a norm. There's something nice about tradition, and we should always go back to it. There's something nice about tradition, but there's also just sort of pedantism of every weekend you walk up. It's like, how are you getting on? It's the same conversation. <laughs> <laughs> same gags. <laughs> Is there a KSC in your boy? Pardon? Just have a KSC in your boy. <laughs> no, we didn't, thankfully. No, this time uh, the, go- the go-to was Apache. You know, something different. Apache with bouncers. <laughs> what? Yeah, two bouncers inside. You win and order your food and they give you a ticket. You walk back inside and the bouncer says, uh, when your food's done, you're one to walk out to the front, hand to the bouncer, and he goes, number 52, and you go, yeah, number 52. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised uh, the lads organising it, they kind of go, all right, let's pick our fast food restaurant. Let's find somewhere nearby. Yeah. <laughs> they more do that with Irish pubs. They already knew where all the Irish pubs were the second we got there. Yeah. 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 Danny O'Neill's. Yeah. And they tricked us as well, saying we're going to Monaghan. And they brought us to Monaghan. And then oh, we... I was human. Oh, I was on Instagram. Yeah. And then like, yeah. it was like Gary or something. <laughs> Like, I didn't go to the car park to meet up with everybody because Jeeva was supposed to collect me. He didn't. It's fucking dog. Uh, so they collect me on the way out. And then when Shawnee, Big T, and G came to the house, like, we're going to Monaghan. I was like, oh, what the fuck? And like, the house is double booked. I was like, what do you mean it's double booked? I was like, what the fuck are idiots organise this trip? 
and uh, then we got there and I was like, oh, it's a big joke. I was like, fuck off, get in the car, let's go to Derry. Lads, lads eating, just rock up and just see lads eating breakfast rolls at a car park. I'm on him. Like, this is funny, isn't it? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, for, for Kirky and Rob to pull off that gag, they had to wait in the car park for half an hour for our car to pull up. Hung over as well. Yeah, just, and then they got, uh, like, and they said, oh, we have to look out for this lad. And this showed us a picture of, like, an old man and said, like, oh, look out for him. And everyone's walking around the shop looking for that lad. A really small shop. <laughs> the place where he had deli food. Fish. Yeah. Deli with fish. That's you know cool. it's fresh. Bonnet cuisine. Yeah, fresh from Monaghan. Is there a scene here, Monaghan? No. Takes time. <laughs> Takes time to get there. Yeah. Mature fish. And how did it work then? Did you oh, follow them in the cars after, or did they tell you then where you're going? They told us like there we're going to Derry and they told us the name of the hotel yeah. and then just rocked up to the hotel. Yeah. I, I don't feel the guy worked on us because like we just showed up, but the lads waiting around was must have hurt. <laughs> the lads waiting around in the car with the lads who knew where they were going. They were the real victims. Camry <laughs> was driving and he didn't know and he had to go to Monaghan. I didn't just mean him sitting in the fucking car with Robin Clark and thinking this gas, you're just sitting there on waste of petrol. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone win the bet for guessing where it was? No, someone got close. We done a yoke where um, we bought, we got everybody a drink based on your distance from the uh, location. So like, I guessed Bundor, and I think I got a fairly alright drink. And then if you guess like Dingle or something, you're obviously miles away. You got like a fucking silver bowl or some shit. Yeah, I guess in a, I guess Tipperary. Because there's a South Caterham pub in Tipperary, and uh, I was like, like that's that's where we're going, no question. That's and Rob Costa down to a tea. <laughs> oh yeah, but the weird thing was when uh, while we were there, Paddy Power did like a story and put up that they went, they were in that South Caterham oh, pub really? that I, I was looking at. I was like, oh, that could have been us Just in, in the pub. <laughs> same lad, same gags. All day. <laughs> it's a different area. <laughs> yeah. Could have been great, but um. If you were to rank the recent holidays that we talk about on this pod, that you've been on all three, I think. What? Oh, Derry, Kilkenny, and Hamburg. Where was your rank all then? Kilkenny for the start. Were you on that one? No, I wasn't, but I keep saying brought up in this pod. And yeah. it's, like, it's like asking people, I don't know who came up with that one, asking people how was a Hamburg holiday, who went on the holiday. What the fuck? <laughs> the Kilkenny one was good, but that was the start of COVID. Like, we came back on the Sunday and. Uh, Walsh's was being shut down that day because the COVID's happened. Oh, yeah. Like, I'd never been down to Kilkenny uh, before uh, for a night out, and it was dead quiet because of COVID. And, like, I'd always hear the other places rocking. Like, Bouncer was saying, yeah, it's like the quietest it's been in years. So, uh, I don't think we got like a great experience of that. It was still a great crack in style. Like, made, made fun of it. Uh, Hamburg was great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hamburg was just stupid. <laughs> It's like we walked around for 20 minutes, found the pub, was like, we're we'll in here for a point and then uh, we'll find somewhere else afterwards. Spent three days in that pub. <laughs> three fucking days. Oh. People telling us, oh, the architecture of Hamburg is lovely. It's like, all I see is the floor of an Irish pub. We saw the floor and some lad licking Guinness off it. That's some lad is a well known Rushman. <laughs> and it was with the straw, he has some dirty. A well known Rushman from London, really. Yeah, born in the epicenter of the British Empire. <laughs> A genocidal machine, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, even before that, we're just like we're looking for pubs, we couldn't find any, and we just kept going 
to hamburger places and going like, oh, we went to yeah, that weird Japanese burger beer. That was a very strange restaurant. Yeah, just couldn't find anywhere fucking normal. Without that, Pope Murphy's was good. Like, oh. It actually was a good setup. Just the, like all the windows are floored to see them, so it was like yeah, mad, like just, they were constantly just cracking day as well. And they had running tracks outside for us. No, we just grab the running tracks, but we made the running tracks. <laughs> Another holiday baller got injured. <laughs> Louis has uh, never actually been in flying form on any of these holidays, really. Any, any physical activity that involves his legs just seemed to break him up. Like, I never played football in first athletic, but I've always heard, like, he's just always, not broken up with tackles, just he'll turn the wrong way. That's just something snaps. Yeah. In an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> well, he won the 5K. Just because no, he hit him. <laughs> but yeah. there's some time. Oh, he was running, like, 18K one stage. He ran 18K one day, and he came home, and he was, like, his mom was like, what's wrong with you? He was, like, white, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just, like, dying. Oh, my God. But he was consistently running, like, 10Ks, I think, for a while. Clarkton was running, like, 10K as well. Like, doing good times. 18 is a lot. Well, 18 is a lot to him. I don't know about you, Val. What's the most you ever ran? You're always out running. Yeah, I think the most I did was about 24, 25. 24, 25k. What's, what's the track for that? Like, describe me rush where you're running for your 25k run. I went from my house uh, up Scarish Road, down the bottom of Channel Road, did the Ring of Lusk, then the back roads of Scaries, uh, around all the Scaries, and then back home. Well, did you get lost or something? <laughs> <laughs> I think I feel honest that, like, I kind of just had to get on with it, you know? I couldn't just stop after <laughs> If I keep running away from my house, I eventually have to run back to my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the end of the hill, the bits. And we dine afterwards. No, that's not a normal thing for you, is it? Like, I built up, like, I, I do 15 regularly, like, nearly every day. So, like, I, I had some stamina for it, but it's just, uh, my back just in bits at the end of it. That was the only thing that kind of slowed me down. 15k a day is unbelievable. That's very good going. Like, I don't think I've run 15k in the past three months. What? <laughs> what are you thinking when you're running? You know, are you are you thinking motivational things or is it just uh, just keep going, Balo? It'll be over soon. Uh, I'm always just thinking about the pod. Oh, uh, <laughs> new things we can do. The hustle never stops. <laughs> oh, what we say for Simo? Bring up, bring up dairy. There we go. <laughs> oh, it took me ages to come up with asking about dairy. Uh, how come? How can we do so much running on the road and not for rush leg? <laughs> on the phone, I'll do more running than the rest of them put together. Oh, big words, man! Big words. All right, how yeah. come you're not getting there the year then? And Sacco's getting nearly every year. <laughs> well, I'm Mister Up and Down. Up and down the pitch. Simon's Mr. Consistent. He's always just hovering around that left back spot, you know? Yeah, that's that's one nickname. That's one nickname. <laughs> what, left back? <laughs> I, I, I pick as in I don't know. <laughs> I, I, whoever play left wing, I just tell him, you attack, I'll defend. <laughs> <laughs> also, you have a nickname of Marmo. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, well, should we call you Marmo? <laughs> No, that comes from the other two clowns you had in the podcast back in Rob in Kilkenny. <coughs> they had, uh, I don't know how it started. They were like, they want, they wanted to make their own nickname. Rob was like, call me Tovar. And Mackie was like, I want to be called Anto. 
And I was like, well, this is retarded for a start. But like, you can't just give yourself a nickname. And I said, that's like me saying, I'm the Marmalade Pope. And then I was like, let's call him that. I was like, no, you're missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> so like, just don't call Rob Tucker and don't call uh, Mackie Antho. Just call them Rob and call them Mackie. Or call them Tick and Ticker. Oh, but Tobar rings so much. Tobar doesn't fucking ring. <laughs> and Tobar's brother even rings better. Tobar's brother, that's me. I'll give you that, give you that one. But I won't give Rob the satisfaction of Tobar. <laughs> well, so you're completely against someone making up their own nickname. Yeah, it's not supposed to work like that, is it? And did you hear Valo's nickname that we heard from Goose? Yeah, yeah, carbon dioxide, my oxide or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. do you think that suits Valo? It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. A nickname should be funny. Like I, don't, I don't really know why Goose is called Goose. Oh, I know why he's called Goose. Is it because he couldn't catch a bot or some shit? Yeah, when he was a goalkeeper. He showed the, the chicken wing at it. Yeah, chicken wing so elbow. Goose came from that. Yeah. Yeah. I, have a, I have a great picture of him and Goose in Munich. He didn't like a save him with his hands because maybe it hurt when he was younger. So throw the elbows and knees at him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because there was a keeper in Russia who couldn't die left, so we have very unconventional keepers. Yeah. Uh, some say he didn't die <laughs> Some say he wasn't the keeper. Some say he was a bystander, happened to wander in front of a net. <laughs> well, I think uh, we're just too greedy, Ben, for Rush when we have kind of goalkeepers like the Cass, Glenn Hogan. Uh, Shocking, eh? <laughs> yeah. Do you Yes, yeah, yeah, I do. Unfortunately, I remember that. Last year, I swear I was shot. <laughs> I just remember, like, turning around and he's just on the ground. Everyone's like, what happened? <laughs> A big scream as well. Yeah, we gotta explain the story. If we start saying someone got shot, he, he didn't. Blend. Oh, he definitely did not get shot. <laughs> just, I don't know, one face. Well, you made a save and just fucking fell over. Yeah. Well, like, you don't have to be fit to be a goalkeeper, so I don't think fitness is the problem, but. Well, I get that with Premier League goalkeeper. Let me tell you the exact opposite. <laughs> He, I think yeah, he was looking behind him, seeing if there's a cricket ball as well. Anywhere nearby. What? What a claim that I got shot during a football match. Was it something to think that I'm so good in net they need to shoot me? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we were losing at the time. So. <laughs> well, am I causing enough havoc in the box? <laughs> uh. You reckon you'll come back anytime soon, Simon? Uh, I'd like to go back to uh, next, start next season. I'm going to the physio for my, uh, as uh, probably everybody knows that I talk to, I have a bad back. I thought it was a bad back, it's my hamstrings. So I'm just going to the physio to get them uh, fixed up and hopefully go back. Yeah. I, I stopped playing because I couldn't sprint. Some say I didn't sprint anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the difference? But uh, there is actually a picture from Derry uh, that was given and said you should use this on the pole of, you lying down trying to stretch your back and uh, you didn't have a foam roller so you used the edge of a wall to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, well Louis took that. <laughs> Frick. Oh, um, did it work? No, it didn't work. I was digging a wall on my back. <laughs> I was lying down and got the corner of a wall. I, I usually use a foam roller or a slitter. Um, but yeah, it hurt more than that. I still had a back on my back. <laughs> you know what, it's kind of uh, evens things out that like Louis didn't help you with your back and you didn't help Louis on the last day when he was getting sick from drinking six Red Bulls. When I walked in, he was getting sick and I'll, I was like, I'll leave you to this. Yeah, <laughs> fucking dope. And Who drinks six Red Bulls a night? Like, cause like, I feel terrible. You drank six Red Bulls, that's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> and you checked out and just left him in the room. It's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> also left, he also left me. 
fell in with to clean the room. <laughs> so who's the real bad guy? <laughs> so when you checked out, the cleaners could just walked in and see Louis still getting sick. I encourage that. It says on their schedule, checked out, no one's in this so room. a cripple with a scooter getting sick in a room. <laughs> Listen to Dead Mouse or whatever the fuck he was listening to. <laughs> well, after the 5k, I learned he's into hardcore rave. That's what gets him going. Ah, he's like a fucking 15 year old girl. <laughs> oh, t- cutting words for Louis. And uh, I know Louis listening to this. And, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he probably fucking waits up for you to release this. <laughs> There's a few people who do that. Uh, yeah, nothing wrong with that either. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I know, uh, I know Ray. He yeah. asks yeah. us that, for that man could easily not exist. I don't know. Him. <laughs> <laughs> you can have to believe it. <laughs> oh, good. But then, yeah, as a as a tip of the hat to the to the trip to the dairy trip and Hamburg trip, where Simon and I are both drinking vodka and Sprite, uh, which is always a go to for the kitty. Yeah, it's a, you don't, well, you don't really wake up too. If you drink pints all day, you wake up rough. If you drink this, you don't end up too bad. Yeah. I don't know, it's just a go-to on the trips, isn't it? Yeah, it's never changing really. If I, someone... th- I think somebody got it uh, in Hamburg. We all drink our own thing. And then it was just like, right, just give us 15 a day. <laughs> so the orders are so much quicker. Like a great one was, Agla came down the second day. It was bits. A man notorious for a hangover. <clears throat> and he came down and he was like, yeah. Get me a double, Captain Morgan and Coke. And I had the kitty, so I go over, I was like, can I get 15 vodka sprites forever and uh, a double, Captain Morgan and Coke, please? And everyone just turns around and goes, but they're all doubles. And we're like, oh, that's why everybody's meldy at like three in the afternoon. <laughs> but. <laughs> that's brilliant. Uh, I think, uh, I have a feeling Adam G got us all on it. I don't know why the fuck anybody listens to him. <laughs> Is he not a great source of inspiration? He's a man of unintelligible nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) He just came into the pub, like on the rich trip, like, let's get a kitty going. Why do you want a kitty going? Because I want a kitty going. That's it. He just wanted a kitty going. There was no clerk and had Woody set aside from the thing. And then G was like, no, kitty, do a kitty. You you have a a real hatred for the kitty. If you organize a mystery tour, would you keep the kitty tradition? I do the kitty. The kitty's good. But Clerkin had a system set up. So it's like, why try intervene on his system if he has something going already? And we've done a night of what he was doing. And then yeah. G was like, I have 50 pounds here. We're using this. It's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> if you gave lads the option, I think, you know, if you pay 500 up front and that covers kitty and everything, I think lads, lads would go in and try to nearly rinse you out of it. Yeah, well. see, the thing is, if, if you've done something like that and you told lads, Lads would go hell for leather on racks, and you'd be gone with it. I'd say the last day would be a hard push to get money together because lads would just think, right, I put my £200 or euro, whatever it is, towards it, so I'm good to go. Yeah. And then one person's in charge of it. <laughs> and then, like, eventually they're just like, lads, there's no money left. And the lads are like, what do you mean there's no money left? And it's like, what do you mean? The, the money's gone. <laughs> but lads would just be like, Lads do the typical, like, no, no, it's still there. I'm going to buy more drinks. It's like, there's no yeah. money left. It's not yeah. how this works. It's you ordering triples. Try, try, try talking sense into lads who've been drinking since one in the afternoon. The kitty runs out, like, midnight. <laughs> well, like, say if you had something booked already, so, like, you're doing something during the day and you start drinking at a sensible hour, say six or five or something like that. It's not sensible. I know, but to, <laughs> to, this, to this it's sensible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
we're trying, we're trying to. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's only a limited amount of time that they can drink unless they go to the shop and get cans. Yeah, okay, yeah, so it'd be encouraged to just drink. Yeah, because yeah. you can use that 500 to actually do something. But, like, lads will be waking, yeah, like, waking up. I thought it was good the way Clerky and Rob organised that tour up at the bog side. Oh, yeah. That was very interesting. And, like, you learned a lot of new things about what was going on up there. Oh, yeah. I felt that, too. But a lot of that was said, like, a lot of that was said in the last pod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got through a lot of that. I think uh, I think everyone wrote that. There's no one who, like, came out of that saying, I'll have a show. We wasted our time there. I thought it was brilliant. Oh, no, I thought it was great. And then when your man said it was, like, uh, well, his dad was the first one shot that was like Jesus yeah, Christ that's, really that's when it like, hits home which is like that's rough like what went on up here they were treated like because you like I knew all the basics of it but then you yeah. hear from somebody else and it was just like they were treated like school like, you know, like, yeah it's like uh, like most of the time you're looking at uh, morals murals murals yeah. uh, on the wall morals you're looking at your murals <laughs> 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 but uh, you're looking at I don't want to even try to say it again. <laughs> Neural. Neurals. There you go. Neurals on the wall. And uh, like, I think there's only like a few parts of it that like you can actually see what happened. Like there's a bit of the wall still there in the, hit, in oh, the museum yeah. Yeah. that like you see the gunshots in. Like most other history places, if you like, say you go to Auschwitz, something you see exactly what they're at the whole time. It's, but like yeah. people are still living in the box. People are still living there. Like it's. Oh yeah, life, life goes on. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't. Do, it's not part of history that whole area, even though like that's a terrible things that happened. Like it's just, it's just mad the way they stood up to them. Yeah, and they're just like I always thought it was the IRA who put up the uh, the big barricades to stop them getting in. And the man on the tour explained, no, it was just the people who lived there, like civilians. Yeah, just had enough of them and just like started to fight back. And then like, you know. do you think if that sort of thing? Happened in Rush would Rob be the one leading everyone? He'd be leading the charge into Rush as he is an Englishman. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be burning us down, burning down stuff for fun. Yeah, using his English accent. Yeah, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, would you class uh, Rob? What I think we had a question a while ago on episodes like Rob. A hero or coward or something. Jesus, I don't think he's going to have to be described as a hero or a coward. <laughs> when it comes to war, he gets I'd, I'd say I'd say he'd be all right. He, he, he's given as good as he's got from what I've seen over the years. Yeah, yeah. We're going back and forth, so I'm just going to go back and rush leg. What do you think of Rob as a captain? Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was my captain, and it was, like, it was just like. I remember he was, I think when he was captain, Tom Faye was manager, uh, he was managing the team, setting out drills and everything. I just think it was a case of like, I can't be captain as well. But like Rob was like the next best thing you had. Like he is a decent captain. I just say that taking the piss. Like he's done his job. Like he's not a bad football player. He's a good defender. Yeah. But it's just like he's. His speeches, were, his speeches aren't great. And saying that, mine weren't great. I had to give, I had to give one a Kevin Teeley one time. I didn't know where Tom just goes, right, so I'm going to say something there. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he goes, no, say something. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was just like, all right, take your yellows, kick lads. Uh, yeah, yeah, go rush. Yeah. All you have to do is look into a, a WhatsApp group of a football team and you'll find, come on, lads, from the start. Right. That, that's, one of, that's one of the generic things of come on lads from the start yeah. you score it's still nil all yeah. you get, you get, they get thrown in their half box them in 
Yeah. 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 My favourite one is the he doesn't want it though because you're just guessing at lads. It's like oh, uh, that goalkeeper he uh, didn't catch the ball. Oh, he doesn't want it. <laughs> no way. I, I think the best one. Who who said it? Uh, Vinny Whelan turned up the training one time. I can't remember who said it. Somebody said it to Goose, and they go, "Is he any use?" <laughs> he turns around. He was a professional football player for a while. <laughs> <laughs> or the most qualified man in Russia to play football. Exactly. Even having a big lad like that, like Vinny on the team, it gives your oh, yeah. gives your whole team a boost. Kind of like he's on my team. You know? Know, we played Wasteland. We scored two goals. You scored them, and all it was was Vinny Wheel boot the ball like eighty yards. You ran onto it and scored. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. Now, why do you want to come on to my pod and say lies like that? Rob <laughs> Costello insisted that first goal. Did he boot it? Yeah, he booted it. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a finesse touch from him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the second one was a real scrappy goal. Like, I think that first uh, game against Wayside was well, probably one of the most important games. That and Kevin the game. Oh yeah, well Wayside was a fucking a Friday night way out there on like an Astro pitch and like we hadn't lost game yet, like, we had, and then we just kept going. Yeah. We didn't deserve to win that league. No. We, we were just shy bags who happened to defend well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we were just Leicester that year. Yeah, we got like, we, we take a lead, they try and attack us, we get the ball and we boot it straight back at their goalkeeper and go again, lads. <laughs> yeah, it was like right down our wall. Like. Yeah, then Shawnee or Jack Fay get onto it and score. <laughs> <laughs> like during those days, on getting the bus into college with Kevin Langan and Richie, like uh, Richie McDyer on pod all the time. <laughs> and uh, what's called it? It's just going like, oh yeah, we have the league. We're like, we're like nine points up. No one's going to catch us. And then like next week, uh, oh, there's real panic at the camp. <laughs> it looks like we're gone. <laughs> yeah, remember we were drinking at my house when um, we won the league because uh, like somebody lost the game. Hmm. And we were drinking and then we went up to the Strand and then I was just out for like two days. <laughs> I think when the- we still had a game left and we got a hammer in the last game of the season because we're all dicks. <laughs> I think uh, what we showed them was like what the first team did when when they won the trophy. They went around to the businesses and rushed, like went into the nowhere, going, "Oh, we won the trophy!" And did they got a few chips? Yeah. Well, like got this, a few chips. <laughs> did, I do like going to pubs and get a few points. Oh yeah, I say I say that did happen as well. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if they did that last year, but last time I was with the first year, like showing it around <laughs> and you get something free there. I remember Roy Burns saying, "I might just chance going into Vinny's get a haircut." <laughs> <laughs> Like, imagine you got away with that. It'd be like, like current uh, going around with the trophy, just asking like uh, Joey Walsh and all that. He's like, just fill that up with something, will you? Just give us something. <laughs> Three girls are like, here's water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember uh, Strand. He just loads up with like peach snaps to like give it some oh, kind yeah, of flavor. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was a load of vodka into it. It's like, it's rotten. Here's a whole school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, imagine COVID going around and you won a trophy and everyone's sipping out of the same cup. Unheard of. Terrible. You can't really celebrate now if you're not. Is football even still going? I don't know. I think the, did you tell me Valor training's back? Yeah, but then they're after saying now that um, there's no matches for the next three weeks, but the league's meant to start in like three and a half weeks or something. So uh, 
Yeah. Know how that's going to work. Don't worry. Uh, Rob will think of something. <laughs> <laughs> Rob hasn't played a game but four years. No, he well, he ruptured rook, his ACL or something, or they got a rebound injury last season, didn't he? He's out for like a year or something. Yeah. I think he's been working on it with uh, on Conroy. Yeah, I see, so. see him do rehab shakes in the gym for as well. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of PTs in Rush coming out. Well, like, I just, all I can think of is on Conroy and Sheepo. They're really There's a lot of few in NC Fitness. They're really going for it. I admire the alternative grind. <laughs> the alternative grind. <laughs> Who was your uh, favourite manager you ever had, Simon? Yeah, uh, Tom Faye, probably. All right, now the juicy question. Who's your least favourite? Uh, well, I've actually ran into a couple of managers randomly on the train journey home, so I'm not going to say. <laughs> Do you want to point the Guinness from Walsh's, Simon? Just because Karen's asking. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you get one shiny, nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's only Sunday. Uh, yeah, uh, you you've definitely. Oh, we've all played with the manager. I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah, I think Fred's great. I think he's such a leader, and like I, you follow him into war. <laughs> yeah, gives it all. A certain aura. Who's yours, Mallow? My favorite or least favorite? Uh, your least favorite, Roy. And <laughs> who's your favorite? <laughs> Uh, probably is Tom as well. Yeah. yeah. Me and Sean be like, we played a match on the Saturday, and then we'd be work on Sunday. And if we lost, we'd spend the whole weekend. We're like, oh, I feel like I let Tom down. Like, <laughs> never <laughs> gave <laughs> the rest. <laughs> and uh, what's this about Glenn Hogan leaving Rush Leg? You know about this fellow? I don't. You ask me, like. Well, you still play for Rush, don't you? I don't. Yeah, but all I know is that he's leaving. <laughs> if no, anyone has information here, it's Sean. But he's the one that. Yeah. Was he not managing there? They got promoted. Yeah, but he kind of he'd already said before they got promoted that no matter what he was leaving at the end of the season. Ah, oh, fair. How come? Uh, how come you moved to Newcastle, Bella? Uh, Yasin's in uh, university over here doing a masters. So. Thank you. Said as well. Just working away. Uh, trying to find work, yeah. Great. Yeah. On the rock and roll like me, Bella. <laughs> making that, what is it? About 50 cent a week we're making? The what one? What? The 50 cent a week we're making. Oh, yeah, on the, uh, on the ads. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the me and my dad. <laughs> Doing, uh, the little big, ad. Money. big, big money. Oh, yeah. I was, uh, I was considering uh, make just today making a fantasy uh, minute where I just go off like I, I'll probably just put a clip in later on of me just on the mic screaming and go like Steelers have it they got it in the bag yeah. <laughs> like, like the intro we did to your mystery one last week <laughs> just shouting <laughs> when we can I'll have a guitar going or something just noise in the background yeah. banging bricks <laughs> It's so easy though, because like all you had to do is go in Garage Band, there's loops of things. Like you just type down heavy guitar and just like have it in the background while you go like, now I'm gonna give you my fancy tips. <laughs> you're gonna win a lot of money. Pure test <laughs> screaming. There's nothing, nothing wrong with this screaming every now and again. Three to three days. <laughs> well, maybe not for a pod if you want this. <laughs> Oh,
you ready for this week's pick six. Uh, this is Sean giving it a down on NFL tips for next week because this week is over. Uh, I'm just going to pick out six teams that are definitely going to win. So we're starting with obviously the Steelers. Steelers going to win by about a million points because they're the best. Uh, we got the Bills. Bills are going to beat the Rams. Actually, I don't know about that. I'm going to go, 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 go with Bills. Bills. Bills have that. And uh, then we're on to against. Actually, I haven't actually picked these already. I just thought, thought it'd be easier than this. Alright, Colts are going to beat Jets. Uh, Patriots will beat the Raiders. Yeah, Patriots will win that. Um, oh, this, is gonna, this is tough now, Todd. Oh, it's a lot of tough games next week. Bad week to start. Uh, Seahawks going to beat Cowboys. Uh, one more. One more. McCaffrey's out, so Chargers are going to beat the Panthers, and Chargers almost beat the Chiefs, so yeah. There's your pick six. And I can't let you go away about this week's banker. Uh, as I said, Steelers are going to win, so I'm going to say put minus handicap and minus 30 for Steelers. They're going to they're gonna hammer whoever they're against. I haven't even checked who they're against. because uh, Oh, I think it's Texans. Yeah, they're going to hammer them. Um, that's the banker of the week. Put everything on it. Everything. Dude, is this thing scripted? It's very loose script. Yeah, you wouldn't think yeah. so. Uh, will Rush get silverware this year? If you come back. If I come back. Sorry, Mr. Mr. Player of the Year. <laughs> Most of the time. If I come back, yeah. probably not. <laughs> oh, <what the> <laughs> I played for Rush for, I don't know, like fucking 10 or 12 years or something. And uh, the last league, last year I played, we finally won a fucking league. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you actually won Player of the Year? Uh, twice. Only twice. Feels like more, because you've been so good for so long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, with you pretty much every year for a player. <laughs> I don't know what what I don't know what matches you're watching, Rallo. It's the Sonic. <laughs> Paddy goes. Uh, we scored a goal, or Shani scored a goal, or maybe Dave scored it. What uh, it was against Shank Hill. <laughs> it was in the first half. Their keeper kicked it out. And I caught it in the volley and just punted it straight back at them, like as hard as I could. There was no intention of a ball being played. Like the ball was straight up in the air. Shawnee ran onto it, scored or assisted Dave. And then Lazarus sideline were going, Great ball, Simo. And I was giving him a thumbs up in my head. I was like, What the fuck are you talking about? You're in management. You can't look at that and go, Yeah, that, that's fair, fair play to you. He has a real football mind. He's a real touch, doesn't he? <laughs> You always hear that shout on the sideline. There's different uh there's different cliches to watch say on the pitch and different ones to say off the pitch, I think. You know, off, like, uh, off the pitch just your job is just to wind up going playing the wing or back. Yeah. Like uh I remember a whole team talk is based on you go, they're like yeah, their team is probably gonna be like this, you know, playing around to the wings and trying to get it down there. And someone's just like no, that's our tactic. We don't know. We don't know what their tactic is. If we don't know what we're doing, they definitely won't know what we're doing. <laughs> it's only been the same tactic all my life. Long ball over the top. Mm. Why pass midfield? Yeah, but in training we pass it and tried yeah. to pass it. Yeah. But really, we should be trying to hoof and perfect the hoof. Win the header. Yeah, yeah. That's basically it. Like you don't see Einstein trying to go win a soccer trophy. You know, he's he's on science. He focuses on science. We focus on the hoof. We'll get we'll perfect the hoop. <laughs> Only football wins games. Yeah. Uh, I think if everyone's on board with the hoop. Yeah, it's hard to get out. I do. 
Just had to realize I'm interested in that shit. <laughs> Big reward for the gamble. A lot of work. A lot of work. I think uh, I feel like we're talking far too much about Rush Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll love this. Who's <laughs> they? Uh, <laughs> half our listeners are just Rush Lennon people. <laughs> I imagine it was. That's a dream. I think I think they're doing a little thing on YouTube themselves. They did like a twenty questions thing. I think Decky because oh, they got up to a winner league. Yeah, it's like uh, Decky and Joey Kelly. Oh, like, I remember oh, seeing that. Yeah, yeah, I saw a bit of it. I saw it to the point where I was mentioned that I turned it on. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it to the point where I had enough, but I turned it on. Turned yeah. Okay, we'll get off for some leg. No problem. We'll go. Okay. We'll come back and to it. <laughs> now, the pod is organising a fight card, uh, oh, allegedly. Who do you think you'd be able to take on a fight in Rush to make it a tough fight? Can I pick Louie? I think Louie's already matched up with someone, but I forget who. That's going to be a handicap matchup. Me and but they're just gonna. I fight Rob. You fight Rob. Yeah, it'd be funny. Because there is gonna kind of probably work out to be a sumo wrestling match where like we draw a ring in the sand and he just push them out. I'd probably do that. Oh, you know if you trick him, it's up here. <laughs> who would you? Who are you used to gonna fight? Oh no, we're commentating. You're just gonna fight each other. That's the main event. It's the host versus each other. We're commentating. You're commentating. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Flip the script. You just do the main event. Uh, I'll commentate. Well, we could be a we could be like a paid referee, you know. You're hosting the event. Why would you pay you to host the no, event? If you, want, if you want to win that match and you want a little bit, so you want to just go under the table. Yeah, in the charity box. <laughs> another another kitty, is it? Yeah. <laughs> if we. If Alan and I put three slabs of cans together, there's no way lads aren't coming. <laughs> and then a bit of gambling while you're there. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> well, all you have to do is go down to the beach, and me and Bra- Ballo, Ballo and I will bring down the table, and we'll get a draw stick, a circle. Get the stick, draw a circle, and say, you two. This is just another way of drinking cans and passing the time. That's realistically what this is. Oh, yeah, that's, you know that's, that's you, the idea. You know where you live? <laughs> <laughs> you never get another place like Rush where it's just like, you can ring up anybody on Friday. It's like, there's a session somewhere. <laughs> like, what with all these raves on the beach, you know, they're kind of taking their oh, venue. Yeah. But like, well, you never get a place like Walters. Oh. Walters on the Christmas Eve is just fucking, uh, well, like, you do what you want. You'll struggle to get a drink though. Oh yeah, but like you're not going to scare us and find something like that or like Lusk Bob. The watches is just on wheels on yeah. Christmas or Stephen's Day and Christmas Eve. Do whatever you like. No. Invent a lot of like tussles I've seen. The... Lads wrestling in the smoking area and lads gambling. Like. <laughs> gambling like. And then you look over your shoulder you see lads arm wrestling. Like, and it's just lads smoking bags talking shit. It's like a fucking episode of Hardy Box or something. But um, yeah, so you think you'd take Rob in a pretty much a sumo wrestling match? Oh, yeah, just kick his knee or whatever it is. What, what part of him is hurt? Is his left knee or right knee? Try both just in case. Yeah, two yeah. foot. Two foot. Go into him, go into him. But if you fall, I think you're losing sumo. It's once you get pushed out of the ring and, yeah, fall or something like that. But at the same time, I don't think you need to actually clash into the ring. I think you can step to the left, and if your man runs past you and goes out, you win. Yeah. Imagine in the World Cup final, really pumped for it for a sumo wrestling match, and the man just sidesteps you and you run out. You did that to yourself. How, how far are we into this, by the way? It's like nearly an hour. Mm-hmm. We're taking an intermission. I don't how, know that, this is going. How, how does that sound, Valor? Lovely. 
Okay, we're taking The worst thing is that you don't know how drunk you are when you're that drunk. You're, you're like, sober in here. Yeah, you're yeah. sober. You're like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna walk over there. Arms around us with a big Guinness thing out here. There's a few lads in rush like that. Oh. But like, I think uh, when they say we rush a leg, like, oh, lads, don't drink. Like, tonight, like, we have a... Uh, a match tomorrow. Not even a serious match. I'll tell you they, a funny one we go back. They this. mean don't get plastered. You can go out for like a drink or two and get, like it's fine. Oh yeah, Kersley would always go drinking with his dad. Yeah. That, was, that was a tradition on Friday night yeah. and he'd have like five points and go, that's me. Yeah. Have a few smokes, walk home with his dad and then turn up the next day, play class. Yeah. What they didn't like was that it's going out like we were to the home till like four in the morning and then turning up fucked. Yeah. It's not even in the back of mind. I'd feel kind of guilty about that. I mean, I, I think it was, in my mentality was different. When I was like 18, yeah. <clears throat> I was just like, uh, Jesus, I can drink. And like, I, I was, I'm one of the oldest of my mates, but also a lot of mates I have who are older than me. And like, I was the baby-faced 18-year-old. I, yeah. I didn't get a proper beer until I was like 22. I didn't have pure until I was like 21, I'd say. <laughs> so like, if I went up to a nightclub, <laughs> Like if I go, if I go clean shaven, I still get uh, ID in Tesco. Oh yeah, I swear to God, I got ID like two months ago. Connor Kelly got ID like he's another fella. He look he looks young. Yeah. So uh, eventually, when I turned eighteen after years, not years, but like a whole year of being seventeen in college, not getting in anywhere. Yeah. But eighteen, I was like, yeah, time to take advantage, and I just go. I never turned down a Friday night or a Saturday night. It was like, oh, great crap. And like, go to the home on Friday, and then another group would ask me, yeah, I go on the Saturday as well. And like, Matthew would go with me as well. Oh, then. Well, watch guy. I think that's actually good enough to include in the pod. Like, just that bit about drinking and uh, about matches. So, I think we can get back to it. Are you okay with that, Val? Um, I missed all that. I was getting a drink, but uh, yeah, I'm good with that. Oh, class. Some host. <laughs> some host. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? No, you, you did the heavy lifting there. I'm going drinking. <laughs> you, you've definitely adopted the, the, uh, the Newcastle lifestyle. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, it's actually been ridiculous. Sorry, not adopted. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous over here. Like people are, like I think our first full day in Newcastle, we're walking around the town, and uh, it was maybe one or two in the day, like, and uh, these girls, and I couldn't tell whether they're still out from the night before. Or whether they got started really early for that night, like they were in bits falling around the streets, like sure isn't like I don't know a dump of vodka, coke, like t- three pound or something in some place in England. What? Uh, yeah, a lot of places are saying like they have all these special offers, things like that. Like, yeah, just, you know, I remember Mackie told me the pub across the road from Ellen Road uh, is crazy like that, where it's like three pound for vodka, coke, and then it's like. Six pound for a double, but you still get your mixer. So it's just like feed you drink. That's yeah. kind of what we need for someone who's booking a mystery tour. Yeah, well, we can't go to England just yet. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Definitely not yeah. going to yeah. just yet. Yeah. Not even for five pounds. But these places are also shitholes. What are you, what are you drinking? Like a Wetherspoons. Oh, no. I've drank a Wetherspoons many times in uh, town. It's, uh, it's dirt cheap, but uh, the one on Abbey Street. Every time I've been, it hasn't been too bad, but I've heard some stories about it. Yeah, I don't think it feels good going to a wedding spoons and getting locked. They're so, terrible for like other pubs as well in town. You don't want to support that when like that's just a massive corporation of like cheap drinking all. Whereas like, you've got like your Grogans and whatever other pubs you can think of, like Flannery's and all. Yeah. Like, like I know Flannery's massive. We want to keep the small pubs going as well, where you go in for a point. You don't want just, like that cheap binge drinking shit. Plus, it's English. Yeah. <laughs> 
Only Rob would drink that. <laughs> but that might be uh, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. See with pubs, it's it's the locals that really keep the business ticking over. Like you get the odd night out from like students and all, but the lads who come in and have like five or six every day. The weekend, week out lads. The yeah. boys who <laughs> brick and mortar built yeah. that place. Just getting in, getting <laughs> getting them points done. It's almost like a mission for them. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm having these points where you're not going to stop me. They finish work and I'm late before. <laughs> yeah. oh, I have to finish this tomorrow. I can't believe it. <laughs> where are you going? Like, you were talking about Tobar in five years. <laughs> Tobar in five years. <laughs> Tobar won't actually like doing that, but he'll do it. <laughs> it's God's work. Yeah, God's work. <laughs> uh, Tobar bought actually Valo uh, uh, what was a statue a Jesus statue a Pope well, your, statue your brother got St. Anthony yeah my brother got St. Anthony for Lucy uh, his yeah, girlfriend yeah, yeah. Rob, Rob seems to be mad into those um, oh, I can't remember the actual name of the children or something Kirky's house covered them from his granddad uh, all those statues of like Virgin Mary and all that shit yeah all that he also bought Rocco's one off him, the chipper Rocco he bought that statue of behind the counter <laughs> He's a man for wearing Pope merch as well. Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> I haven't seen him wear it since Hamburg. I'm pretty sure he went in the holiday in America with a lot of lads and wore that Pope t shirt. No, sorry. He went to a wedding in Malta and wore the Pope t shirt. <laughs> he wore it in Hamburg as well, didn't he? Mm. He, wore, he wore everything in Hamburg. As he drank a pint of Guinness off the floor. Really went for it. So we had a lot of talk about it, Rob, today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, do you mind if we do an accent error with you? Well, what's the accent? I doubt I've got an accent. I think it, in my mind, you were able to do this accent. Oh, fuck. Uh, Eric Cartman. Can you do Eric Cartman? I cannot do Eric Cartman. Can you try it? Hey, guys. That's exactly it. That's, <laughs> not, that's, not, that's not it. I'm not calling like Eric Cartman for half an hour. No, not, not even a quarter of an hour, just as long as the questions last. The questions will go on for ages. I'll just answer them like this. I'm not going to talk like no, Eric Cartman. Yeah. I'm it, not listening back to myself talking like Eric Cartman. I, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not having lads play Eric Cartman back to me. No, no, no. no. Right. What are your questions? Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm not doing them. <laughs> I'm doing Eric Cartman. Yeah. You get it. <laughs> I'm aware of who he is and what he does. <laughs> That's not the problem. You know the man. <laughs> right, what accent do you think you would do well on? Uh, I'm already known to that rush. I'm not doing Fawa. Fawa. <laughs> I don't know. Do most people like have a regular now of actually using Walsh's or any other places that does take away points for? I know a few. Weekend. I know a few lads got the Walsh's every weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like. Obviously, you bring it home, drink it. Well, that'll die out, I guess, as the weather gets worse. Yeah, Come into winter because lads were drinking points. All the lads were drinking across the road from watches in that gaff in the garden one time. Like, it's literally 20 feet across the road, just a front garden. Yeah. There was like 20 of them drinking points, run across the wall, just get five more. They're, they were essentially in watches. Like, it was just a cracking day or something. They're all sitting there, they're all drinking. Yeah. I think it was just a bunch of gal lads. <laughs> I think that will disappear. But if, if there's football matches, there's going to be takeaway points, and then there's going to be that whole team sitting together to keep getting points. Oh, yeah. You'd want to, like, if you can, like, if you're doing that, you'd, you're probably, that's more expensive. But you want to get a few points from Walsh, just keep, try to keep them going instead yeah. of buying cans. Yeah. Like, no one really... the, the Walsh hasn't been open in, what, since March? So, Ever since the last day of Cheltenham. It got closed the day we came back from the stag. So, March. March. Uh, the day after or the day before Paddy's Day maybe yeah Paddy's Day essentially 
So, what? That was March when we in September now, so seven months. Yeah. I think everyone was shocked when Paddy said to go ahead. So, that was a yeah. big deal. And then yeah, uh, just kept going and going. Anyway, just accent. Come on, we have to give you another fucking accent, or else. Fuck's sake. We can't rank you against everyone else. Don't. I, I'll, happily, I'll happily not be ranked against everyone yes. else. No, that won't go. What did everybody else do? Uh, like, How did I get a character? What? How did I get a character? An accent is surely a country. Yeah, it is, but like we do characters, but that's all we do in the pod. I think, like, uh, first of mind, like, Connor Kelly did Christopher Walken, that was the best one. That's a very hard one. Oh, yeah, well, he did, oh, he's the best at that. And Fran did Mario. Uh, How the fuck does, does Mario talk? Yeah, really, you know. Yeah, you know, you love it. That'd be hard. <laughs> but she did that in the middle of the golf club with like, members around it. Like, that was very hard. Fair play to work. <laughs> And, and uh, John Charter staring at her. <laughs> John's a great golfer after all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Don't yeah. And uh, Aurora Beth thought it was uh, with them odds. Aurora Beth, yeah. For what? For John's odds to win the pooter. I I hear Clerkin's heavy favourite. Is it? So I heard because he's true against uh, Conroy, I think, but he has like twelve shots in him. Oh, shit. Something like that. I remember the first year the pooter cup was made. We were in um, the pool room. And uh, Louis going around saying Clerk is fifty to one. So we're all, I put I think I put five on him or two quid or something. I put money on Aaron Kelly. Neither of them came true. But uh, the pool room was just rocking. It was just everybody slamming on the ball going Clerk in for pool. Clerk <laughs> <laughs> oh. was just there, lads. I'm not going to win. <laughs> no, he won't win when there's pressure. He he doesn't like the media. He doesn't like the hype. I really hope he wins. Yeah. I really hope he wins. I don't think anyone has any money on him. I don't care. It's, it'd be great for him, though. <laughs> oh, it'd be brilliant. Yeah. I, hope, I hope if he wins it, he just rubs it in everybody, all their faces. Because <laughs> he's also part of Aurora Bit. Yeah. Do you really want the guy controlling the odds? Well, he's not controlling the odds. I'd say Louis. Louis, the lad who works in Paddy Power. Well, he owns the guy who controls the odds. Because <laughs> he owns Aurora Bit. And Louis works yeah. for Aurora Bit. So he owns himself in some weird way. In that kind of way. I guess so. Yeah. Okay, here we're getting off uh, accent hour. Oh, sick. Well, it's not going to go for an hour. Yeah, it's not. Oh, definitely not. You know, it's like 10 minutes. It's like, to be honest, it's only about five questions this time. <laughs> so you just have to hold an accent for that long. Can you do... Try to take up an accent with me, by the way. I can't. Do people turn down accents? No, they can't. I'm pretty sure people turn down the accent. No, but like, Ruby had to do Scooby-Doo and she was staring back at that's not wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying anything. I haven't heard like it's been kind of cutting out for me, so I don't know what it's on about. That that could be bad for the recording. Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll see. Anywho, uh, can you do? Can you just do a Boston action? That's that's fucking hard as well. I was like, what's what you? Were, I was doing it. Oh yeah, you, see, you know what you have khaki, color khaki, coffee, yeah, khaki like K H A K O I, khaki green. Is that that's how you say car keys in the Boston accent? Where's my khaki? Where's my khaki? That's brilliant. Are you a cop? Are you a fucking cop? You're a fucking cop. The, 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 the departed. <laughs> are you a fucking cop? I know you are. Oh, harder. <laughs> fucking harder. <laughs> You from <laughs> You can do it. You just quote the part of the yeah. Uh, movie. Yeah. Okay. Try and quote the part in oh, every I'm question. I'm gonna fucking butcher this. Oh, look. You try your best. That's all you can ask for. You, so, you can't be. You've had some surface. 
I'd imagine so. Accents are hard. Uh, try um. So, what's your favorite beach in Rush? Can't quote the departed on that. Oh fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's probably South. Damn. <laughs> how do you get South? <laughs> you can't really do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to go about it. It's South. <laughs> just stick with it. Mean, you get more ratings if you just stick with it. I don't care about the ratings. No, <laughs> like you, you will. You rank higher. Right. <laughs> what benefit is that? <laughs> no, like oh, right. I said, se- I said, se- se- You might not get another go. With that. Oh, yeah. Oh fuck this. Yeah, go- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch a paint drive. Uh, uh, South Beach. Why is South Beach? Uh, I live beside. I live beside. Uh, I can't. It's it's impossible to do it. I live beside it. Basically, <laughs> I've walked in a million times. Oh, that butchered your score. Oh well, no. <laughs> Okay. The bar was set low, but yeah. fuck me. <laughs> you live beside it, but what else is, uh, has the South Beach got? The hole. Over the North Beach. What's so bad about the North Beach? No, the hole. That's the hole. Oh, the hole. Where everybody used to drink. Does the hole still exist or is erosion thing? I don't know. I think it's, it's called something else and erosion thing. Pit. Pit. That's the call, yeah. Yeah, yeah. North Beach. I've rarely been to the North Beach. Yeah. But I hear all the raids are happening in the North Beach. It's very... Yeah, it's, remember we used to the jogs in pre-season where you'd... Uh, when I think actions go up the scary road towards like rush. Yeah. Um before you get to the cricket club, take a left and you go down to like I guess they like got small it's literally a tiny entrance onto the beach. Yeah. It's down there and apparently to the left. I could be wrong, but that's what I was trying to do. That's known as the mystery beach. Or no, Secret, Secret beach. beach. Yeah, that's yeah. the one, yeah. That's where they filmed the beach, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. What movie is called The Beach? With the on. You ever seen the beach? You get a genuine look it up. It's a great movie. Who's in it? DiCaprio is really most famous person. You're saying DiCaprio was on that beach? I swear to God. Where all the fights are going to happen. The fights are going to happen. <laughs> Where the raids were. Yeah, it was. It's still there. No, that's definitely not true. I, that can't be true. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the beach is a real movie. The beach is in Thailand. Okay. Lads always go <laughs> on holidays in Thailand. But you know, some would say the secret beach is Thailand. I just I got twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It is a good movie, though. Okay, uh, how, how am I supposed to look up if it was on Rush? Rush I know. Caprio, Rush, points. Like that's where pretty much where Connor Hollywood was, lives. So DiCaprio, we could say Connor Hollywood's Connor Kelly. All right. Anyways, Connor Hollywood uh, lives like right beside that beach. Are you Absolutely. saying? Yeah. Are you saying that DiCaprio? Went pretty much went to Connor's house <laughs> shoot a film. Pretty much, like it's like fifty meters from well, it's there. It's funnier to say no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. incredible. incredible. <laughs> I I can't believe it. If you if you actually want a, a genuine piece of information to a celebrity, uh, my dad would always mind Brendan Gleeson's dog. Do you know Brendan Gleeson is playing Donald Trump in? Yes, yeah, yeah. the new thing. I've talked to him a few times. He, he, he comes to collect his dog. <laughs> His dog's name is Seamus, for those wondering. Did he ever do a Trump accent for you? Can you do a no, Trump accent? No, he actually told me uh, I rang the gaff and nobody answered. I was hungover. So when I answered the door, Brendan Gleeson was there and I was standing there in bits in my box. I'm here to collect my dog. I don't give a shit, man. Did you ever ask for like a kind of, not performance from him, but just like... No, I just said, yeah, like, how is things? Yeah, how are you? He got the dog. He's like, oh, he was like, it's Ber-. I just said, yeah, it's tell Bernie, he said hello. Oh. Then gave me some money for the minding of the dog. I gave it to my dad. Transaction over. <laughs> did he ever? Uh, 
Did they ever, they ever go, oh, okay. he rocked up on a yacht and was like <laughs> drinking champagne. It's like, it's Simon, come over, let's have a crack. Dude, this sounds like an exclusive pot. <laughs> <laughs> did did uh, Brendan ever like go, show go, oh, where's my dog? And you say, oh, where were you? He's like, yeah, well, and he I, goes, I've, I've never, I don't know the man like a fucking best mate. But he just turned up in a fucking polo shirt and a tracksuit bottom. It's like, oh, yeah, just, uh, he just liked the dog, and I was like, yeah, cool. And it's like, he gave the money that was owed, and then we gave him his dog. So it never, you never said, hey, where were you? You're late, and he said, in Bruges. He wasn't late. <laughs> I was late answering the door. He was outside the house for 20 oh, minutes. Oh, I was okay. dying. He, I'm pretty sure he knows a lot more important people than me, the fellow of the son who minds his dog. But look, you're, you're underplaying yourself here. Am I? Am yeah. I? Yeah. <laughs> I was a yeah. college student in bits, opening the door and going, all right, and he's like, I was all right. I'm waiting twenty minutes for like, you to the door. His son was in Star Wars. <laughs> he has a few uh, sons. It's not that the, the one that isn't famous was with him. That's the glasses. That right. sucks. So much. Was that his son in the uh, Love Hate as well? The ginger fella, Huey. Was it about him? I always think it was. I don't know if it was. Was there a Gleason in Love Hate? But uh, the important uh, one. He's coming out there. Yeah, I know. I'm just praying that it saves on mine. I think it does save on mine. But, um, yeah. See, Donald's such a big shot. What? There's such huge movies that Donald Gleeson is in now. The I'll Revenant. The Revenant. I know, I know that movie, but I haven't seen it. But who, like, what's he? Like, fuck, look, at picture. look it up there. Yeah. He's in so many big things. I'm going to say this wrong. Donald Gleeson. Ex Machinima? That's a good movie. Yeah. Tell it right. Uh, yeah, I recognise his face. That wasn't him. Oh no, he wasn't there. See, that's his other son. But well, I assume it was his other son. There's oh, a picture. I, that's Huey from Love Hate. I've seen him in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I assume that's his other son. I could, I, I could easily be very wrong. Yeah. Well, that's not enough, but he is, he is huge, Donald now. Oh, is he? Yeah. Like, he is in so many films. If you look up his filmography or what? Yeah, filmography. Filmography. Yeah, that's the film I'm thinking of there. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Son, yeah. Thank you, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, this podcast took a fucking turn. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Do you want to get back to Russia, Well, we to get back to your questions. <laughs> okay. We'll get back to Russia, Lenik, after you. Yes. So if you can try, uh, I just look. I was just curious what films did. It's in Harry Potter. That's what? Brendan. How many big franchises? Are, yeah, you got to talk to him from Harry Potter. You know how many? Apparently, his, his wife is from Rush. Yeah. So, like, I think he's. I think what? he knows people from Rush. Oh, she in. The watches. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hear about Harry Potter and Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> I did. That's the only picture I, I had of uh, Derry. Well, what we're holding there is five cent <laughs> because I made a bet in. Uh, where were we drinking? Golf club. In the golf club, Clarence gave me one to fifty because as we're getting very heated in the golf club, we're getting ready to fight. And I was like, can I put bets that uh, lads will swing digs at each other over the holiday? And Claire goes, give you one to 50. And I said, I'll put, I'll put two cents on it. <laughs> and then he actually gave me five cents. It was supposed to be four cents. We got a picture taken with it. And because uh, on the second day, Mackie and Rob started hitting each other. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to instigate it because I was going to walk up to G and just slap him in the face. And I was like, five cents. <laughs> <laughs> when, when did that happen? Uh, when we were walking from to Guidor to uh, oh, Danny Meals. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You were there? I was there. I was with Louis walking the long way. Did you not get a taxi with him, though? No, I got a taxi back. 
Um, yeah, go for it. I think we should just move on towards the mailbag now before we get in trouble. Yeah, yeah, mailbag. Mailbag. <laughs> what was the rest of your questions? What do you mean? You had questions. Uh, oh, for the accent there. Yeah, what was the rest of your questions answering? Uh, by the way, you got zero for accent. <laughs> is that because you're a corpse no no man, you make me want to give one <laughs> you're a piece of shit uh, from Southie <laughs> what was oh this actually a nice general question uh, what was the Euros like when you went oh well I didn't actually go to a football match in the Euros because I had to save money because I emigrated to Canada afterwards which I then spent all my money getting taxis to fucking Cestas because of Rob and Louis had sex with a trucker <laughs> But uh, <laughs> the Euros, the fan zones were great crack. The Euros were the best holidays, probably the best holiday I've ever been on. It was just all the lads, and it was just great crack constantly. And everybody was upbeat about everything. Like, Sorry, did you say hamburger or the Euros? The Euros. Okay. The Euros. Oh, you didn't describe the Euros. <laughs> you just had all the lads just fucking... It was like myself, Rob, Mackie, Liam, not hung around for years together. And then like we met like Duffer and Deuce and all through football. And there was Granda and Higgins. Like, I played Gow with them like years ago but I don't really hang around them outside of that we had a bunch of groups come together and it was just it was fucking great crack like Paris we played Sweden I bought a bunch of points <coughs> at the fan zone I was walking back to the fan zone I had to use this um, car machine for tokens to get your points and I'm walking back and this little fella goes do you want to do an interview for Swedish television and I was like no I really just want to get back to the game and I was like no no no, no. I was running back I'm running back I was had three points behind like this Wesley Houlihan scores and uh, I see Harfo, and Harfo sees me, and Harfo just sprinted at me. I was like, no! <laughs> and he just fucking upended all three points in the air, and I was just like, everybody grabbed each other. I was like, yeah! But the points were, I, I queued for about 10 minutes to get them points, and they went everywhere. And as soon as the Hulahan scored, they were up in the air. We're all over the place. And then it was just like, ah, fuck, now it's a queue again. And I even lost against Belgium. We had, uh, had Kersley in the big fountain. There was a big fan with a bunch of lads and the curls like climbed to the top part. He was sitting on top of this like a uh, Pegasus. <laughs> it was engraved into the uh, the fountain. Everybody was just, just on the bottom, like, yeah, and just, lads doing flips and like throwing hands. We lost 3 0. You'd swear we won 6 0. Lads were just running riot. And then, like, um, outside the Moulin Rouge, that area of Paris, like Irish fans took over. We just spent the day there drinking. I went to a, a shop. <clears throat> to go buy uh, cans and I got there and the shop was empty there was no cans left and I was like fuck I'm going to buy wine and I was like I don't really like drinking wine so I went I went. I was doing laps at the shop and I seen a lad come with a pallet and uh, he's a load of beer so I grabbed two crates and I walked up to the tail he was in front of me at the tail a hardball had like 10 bottles of wine and a bin bag full of them <laughs> we walked back to the boys and then uh, we actually already knew it was for like two seconds just like spraying cans everywhere and all it was, that, was, that was the best that's all it's been on. Ever. Oh, yeah. It was fucking great, crack. Right. Sounds like start to finish. But, like, yeah. 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 Uh, the stories about how lads got home was funny as well, because we all left at different times. I left after the last game I seen was the Belgium game, and lads went on to see the Italy game. Mackie flew home. And when he touched down in Ireland, flew straight back, I think. Or spent a nice rush and flew back to watch the Italy game. Or no, or maybe he's seen the Italy game and flew back for the French game in the last 16 that we lost. Yeah. But he slept in the train station for a night. What? <laughs> no, it's, it's gas. Ask him about it. Like, one, one of his mates passed out in the street. 
and they put a hat in front of him and people were throwing money in like as a postcard <laughs> some of the boys flew home from an airport that didn't open till like three in the afternoon because it was fucking tiny <laughs> I, heard, uh, like, I flew to Denmark and we had to wait for 12 hours in the waiting room to get a flight home <laughs> me granda harfo goose i think or just eggs it, it was awful it was fucking awful <laughs> They had a sleeping room. We were all. I woke up and no one was around. Is that fucking missed the flight? <laughs> I heard lads were in a were in a hospital full of other Irish lads. They kept sending taxi men out to get drink, like uh, to bring back to the A and E. Uh, I don't know about that one. I know uh, we got kicked out of a tattoo parlor. We were going to get a tattoo. Thank God we did. Just shoot the tattoo. We we're making too much noise now. I'm sounding like boot us out. Um, what was the tattoo gonna be? Some fucking stupid on an ankle or sore a leg or some shit. It was like Duffer was there. I don't know if Duffer was there. I remember we got an argument about going to Kaku or something. <laughs> With a bunch of lads in there. I was like, get the fuck out. And we had to get out. Then uh, we walked there on that. Everybody was walking. He'd run into lads. I lost lads for like two hours. And I walked into a pub. Butsy was drinking by himself. I was like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I started drinking my hand. Back to the gaff. That's a grey man got the name Granda. That's it. I thought that was. Carver was pissed and he said, uh, Grey Martin, Orange Carton, Milk Martin, Granda Martin, or something like that. That's <laughs> As far as I know, that's where Granda Martin came from. It could be wrong. If someone knows the real story. I thought that nickname came back from ages ago. Well, you could call him Aston Martin. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't know. Uh, that, that'd be a quick nickname, wouldn't it? Aston Martin. Aston Martin, yeah. Cool on the ball. He's actually bit because he had an injury after the match. He's on crutches. Oh, but um, yeah. How many of you has actually went in your group anyway? So did everyone just say to the Euros? Yeah. Uh, I'd guess there was a, uh, maybe twenty of us, or because a lot of us went over, and then a couple of more came over the next day, and a few lads got kicked out of a. Uh, a hostel which was run by nuns because they tried to get to the roof I'll let them boys tell a story when they come on that's a funny one which yeah. ask, ask about that. are one of them going to be in your suggestion later on probably yeah nice. probably because <laughs> I remember at like, it was like 12 o'clock midday sitting by the canal in Amsterdam uh, and I got there with a few other lads lads been drinking since like 11 or 10 <laughs> and uh, I sat down I was like there's a Jagerbomb for you and I was like alright I'll do a Jagerbomb but then I didn't realise lads were buying Jagerbombs flat out. And then by one o'clock, it was just chaos. And like, lads were going home at like two o'clock, waking up and coming back out and all. And then they, we got a train, actually. I never talked about the train journey. Uh, yeah, yeah just, that, was a, that, that was a great one. From <laughs> that was a great time. Some lad got kicked out of a Van Morrison concert for, uh, what was it, taking the Oaks and crying all over the crowd or something and they, <laughs> and they told him to stop and he kicked him out and there was a lad walking up and down the train handing out cans calling himself the can fairy <laughs> big kid back the cans <laughs> that train was like, I thought we were going to get into Paris and be like okay there's going to be a heavy police presence because it's the Euros or whatever yeah. when the train inspectors came the cops and all just walked over our carriage were like yeah this is funny because nobody was causing trouble it was just yeah. a great crack big speaker cans or whatever yeah. and, uh, and then we got to Paris Nothing there, just us in the train station, like 400 Irish fans got off the train. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> nah, they, they, I reckon, well, I reckon they like us because like, 
you're not English. Like the stereotypical thing is to hate English fans, isn't it? Did the Russians like batter the English at that? That one point. They went looking for them. That kind of shit. That's mad. I think with the English banter, banter, we'll say, it was. like whenever after a football match a fight will start and they'll just say that was banter like when oh. I like it seems like they'll throw a punch or whatever like it's just not fun well Irish lads more singing and getting together yeah it's more so piss taking Irish lads yeah. like, if someone takes the piss you have to take the piss back and just throw a punch at them because like, <laughs> then the lad taking the piss has won the argument like yeah <laughs> it's a bit sadder <laughs> yeah but that's why you have to keep more of an eye on them Irish, I find it is. There's far less fights with Irish. Oh, be, but oh, I'd imagine there'd be no fight. Like that English thing of like the 80s and 90s where they had the massive hooligan problem, it obviously stems from that. Yeah. That still happened. I don't even know. That's, is hooliganism still a thing? I don't even know. Well, I saw this movie Green Streets. That's, yeah, I hear it. 100% factual. Yeah. yeah. So I hear yeah, every single thing in that movie was true, as far as I know. Yeah. yeah. So why wouldn't this still be happening? If it was on the internet, it's true. Yeah. As Abraham Lincoln said. Stop it. <laughs> right, um, I'm going to ask an actual mailbag question because uh, we need to get this thing moving. Oh, so, yeah. um, what's the worst thing you've ever laughed at? Worst thing I've ever laughed at? <laughs> so, that beeping is uh, Odongo messaging me. <laughs> that, that's, probably, that's probably a long list, but I've looked off the top of my head. That was... I was hoping that it was something very specific that would like pop straight into your head. No, um, the worst thing I ever laughed at. I've, I've nothing off the top of my head that was bad that I laughed at. There's definitely bad things I've laughed at, but off the top of my head, I can answer. Um, I'm sure if I was there at the game and Rob injured himself, I'd laugh at that. <laughs> uh, I walked up to the game two weeks ago and Owen O'Connor broke his leg. I got there, I walked up. I happened to run to Mikey Madden on the way up and we got there and the match was called off and we were like, Why? And he's like, Oh no, I'm gonna broke his leg. I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, it's a bad break as well. That's a pretty bad thing to laugh at. I didn't, but I didn't laugh, I just said I just said we got up there and he broke his leg. That's not really answered the question. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not off the top of my head, it's like particularly bad uh, yeah, no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we'll move on, don't worry. Okay. There's a lot. This is a heavy mailbag. Oh, Christ. I, I can actually tell you, are you allowed to ask more than one question from one person? Oh, yeah. Oh, I can yeah. listen to the lads who ask these questions. Clerk and Bollard. Yeah, maybe Kieran Egan. Maybe Rob. But it's definitely Clerk and Bollard putting the hard work. You're wrong. <laughs> well, none of them yeah. asked the question. Clerk and put in a heavy, heavy feed, but no, not, not even goose. Like, like, not the heavy stuff. Um, yeah, could you, uh, you smudged the chicken sandwich over the door, didn't you? No, I didn't. No, he didn't. No, I attacked Clerken as he's walking up the stairs, and I happened to have a McDonald's uh chicken sandwich and a McRib in my bag, my uh, brown bag in my hand in Hamburg. Uh, I walked up, seeing Clerken not paying attention, kicked him in the legs, and I slapped him in the head. Uh, he turned around and viciously assaulted me for no reason. But um, uh, he managed to get a good old sidekick and he kicked that brown bag straight out of my hand and put a chicken sandwich all over his door, to which <laughs> I ran upstairs to my own bed and uh, he blamed on a Dutch fellas. 
which Rob then tried to fight for putting mayonnaise on it. <laughs> I thought he went, went to the Dutch fellas because a door was broken. No, the door, well, I broke the door, but the door was broke because I needed to go to the Jacks. Kev was in the Jacks. So I went into the Jacks. Kev was just standing there. I was like, oh, I'm going to piss. So I went for a piss. Turned out of the Jacks. I didn't know Rob and G were holding the door shut. So I unlocked it. I was like, why isn't this open? So I hit it a load of shoulders and I heard them laughing and I was pissed. So I was like, right, they're just going to just shoulder it as they're holding it. Um, and then when me and Kev walked out, the door wasn't secure. This feels like a big reveal. So you're the one who broke the door. No, Rob and G broke the door. But they hit it. <laughs> well, like you were hitting it from the other side. Though. You're yeah, the so, only... so it's 50-50 because they, they locked us in. Mm. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, I'll give it to you then. But I'll find you me. were you were hitting that door. I was trapped. I'm a claustrophobic. <laughs> this is a race for oxygen. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, but that door was damaged and you were It was Okay. It was Robin G who did it. I yeah. Okay, right there. I'll, I'll die on this hill. That's, that's fine, my name. That's fine. Do you have a question there, Val? Um, is Rob Coslow Irish? Oh, we've already answered that, haven't we? I just want to out, like, a, a literally a yes or no, just to confirm. He's a, very, he's a very patriotic man. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> See my previous comments earlier in the podcast, you want to <laughs> or or even the previous podcast. <laughs> How thick is Louis? Oh, not thick, he's dense. See <laughs> <laughs> you. That's the real question, isn't it? Yeah, he's going to be a chartered accountant soon. Mm -hmm. So when the economy's in recession, don't ask yourself what. <laughs> so you blame fully Louis on this? On what? It hasn't happened yet. We are actually technically in recession. Technically. Yeah. So is that Louis' fault? He's not chartered yet, though. Okay, he's he's so going to say. It's not fully his fault. But it's, we'll it's, not, it's not going to come down to one account as to why <laughs> the entire country That's is the way you were saying it. Yes, I was. But, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's technically not thick, but the way he goes on, you'd swear that man was on day release. <laughs> okay, so. He is, how thick is he? On, on a scale of what to what? Uh, you make the scale. I can't make the scale. If I make the scale, it's not going to get into the fucking podcast. But if you make a scale of one to ten, on ten being thickest and one being really smart, okay? Like, he's a nine. Give me an example of one to ten, then give me Louis. Well, like globally, you'd say one is like the likes of Bill Gates, Einstein, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Then ten would be your local fellas, you know, because no one, no one knows a famous tick fella. Why would, we, why would there be a famous tick fella? I don't know because the, the internet really explodes up people who shouldn't be. Actually, yeah, you're, you're, you're not wrong. You're yeah. not wrong. Uh, I need I need you to say a tick famous person for me to. Do you know who Superhuman is? I unfortunately do. Oh, you do? I was going to look up videos. Uh, no, no, don't watch his videos. Yeah, that man fucks himself through hell for a little yeah. benefit. He's tick. Is he tick? Or yeah. just the 
not tick, but actually something wrong with him, if you get me. Like, not an actual competent person. I think he's been getting some, a little bit of endorsement. Do people say people are tapped? Yeah, I think he's more than tapped. I think he's just not diagnosed. But he's genuinely put himself through. Yeah. Like, the kind of stuff uh, WWF in the 90s done. That's yeah. his inspiration, that kind of stuff. Because somebody showed me him on Twitter before, and I watched, I actually binged it, and I like, watched all his 30-second videos. I'm like, you know, if you're jumping off the harbor or something, yeah. you'd be like, first time doing it, you're like, really hesitant to like watch it. There's no hesitation. Yeah. He yeah. just takes the top off, does his little circle or whatever, and then just goes. Yeah. And then next week, he'll do the same thing, and like, the, the pain is still going to be there. Oh, like, oh, and he can't be well in the head. The He's jackass, but like, to the extreme, like with Jackass, you get hit and they're, they're just like, oh, with him, he's screaming in pain. He, he's jumped, real he, pain. he jumped onto like uh, a door covered in barbed wire and light bulbs or something. Yeah, his go to was barbed wire. Like, uh, nobody was, ever has the sentence associated with them. His go to is barbed wire. Yeah, so he's thick. <laughs> he's thick, but he's, he's more than thick. He's fucking oh, so yeah. it's terrible. Like, the man filming it should be uh, arrested. But I think it might be one of them houses like the Go House where it's just a lot of them are trying to go viral. And every now and again, someone will just video record him jumping into barbed wire. Good God. I don't live in a house like that. Oh, that's like the Go House. The Go House is, is the same example people want to go viral. But if you're jumping into barbed wire and go, and afterwards getting up and going, good video. Fuck that. His back must must be like, oh. <laughs> scars everywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, they, like, even just the cuts, the permanent cuts of yeah. Bad Wire. Like, not, not even including the pain, the permanent cuts. And he's jumping into Bad Wire about every week. He ran into glass and all. He had a big cut on his elbow, like a deep one, and blood started pissing out. I stopped watching him. I did I did one, like, 20 minute binge of watching all his videos. I was like, that's enough of that. Yeah. So, he, anyways, he's, say, top of the tick, right? right? So, where's Louis? I'd say Louis was his inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Louis never jumped into barbed wire that I know. Yeah, no, he hasn't. Show us what what else is he being at? <laughs> he scooted around the bog side. I think your man. I think your man would say that so many times that's kind of numb to him, and that Louis, Louis just being there is on a scooter, kind of like livens up, going. Like, Maybe, maybe. Like it is his job if he's getting paid for that, like. Yeah, true. So something to line up his day, I suppose. Someone had on a scooter following him around. (laughs) There we go. This is the best day ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next question, Valo, please. Right, uh, please make a comment on your elf fella's diet of pints, tea and biscuits. Who asked this one? Can't tell you. I'll answer if you tell me. Benzo. I knew it was fucking Benzo. Do you know why Benzo said that? Because uh, Ross Dean, <laughs> my dad works in Southern Club, or used to, and uh, Ross Dean was the barman or something, and he hangs around with Benzo. I think this is what happened. And uh, there was a wedding or a christening or a funeral. They're the only three things that happened in Southern Club. And uh, they were catering to them. And my dad is like, you'll have a chipper, you'll have a Sunday roast, steak, all that kind of stuff. You wouldn't be a man for a Chinese or an Indian or anything like that. And uh, I think a typical wedding funeral it was, there was a curry or something. 
And my dad just get, looked around and he goes, nah, I'm all right. And uh, he got two pieces of bread, buttered them up and threw a few digestive biscuits in them and ate, ate, <laughs> ate the sandwich. <laughs> but I was wondering why my, like, my dad's built like a rake, he doesn't eat at all. What <laughs> <laughs> wish some at the point stop our man is me. Would it be on the same kind of numbers Tom Faye would be on the points? He's putting away a fair few a night. Like, uh, okay. like, very few at night. I know Tom probably doesn't drink. My dad is like 25 to maybe 30 years older than Tom. So, wait, Tom is 39. So. My dad's literally 30 years older than Tom. <laughs> oh, he's, a ben, he's a pensioner. Might look around the same age. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jesus, if Tom looks, if my dad looks like Tom is doing that, <laughs> looks like Santa. As they say. Has he ever tried to play Santa? I think there's a position open though. Uh, no. Leave that Derek Hey, <laughs> how did Spice McGuinness get his name? Get his name? Spice. How did Spice McGuinness get his name? Who's Spice McGuinness? Is this Sean McGuinness? Well, Sean McGuinness ate two Spice bags in an hour, and the man only died. So I'm guessing that's him. Hey, <laughs> the man nearly killed himself when he two Ocean Age spice bags about three years ago in Jack Harvard's house. And he had the first one gone. I'm just assuming this is two spice beans. Uh, he had the first one gone like 10 minutes, and the second one took like an hour. And he was pacing around the back garden. I can only imagine what damage that done to himself. Was it he entertained his friends, and he got like, I think he got like anywhere between 30 and 50 quid for doing it. But when him and Jack got into my house to pick me up, when I seen Sean was head down, his arm at the window, dying. We went to the ocean and we got Chinese because we wanted to eat. And he was clawing at the window, going, get that window down, get that window down. He couldn't handle the smell. He's doing well for himself in Australia now, though. He's, he's moved up in the world. But the spice stays. The spice stays. It never leaves. Do you, how, much, uh, how many spice bags do you think you could eat for say a million euros well i had one last week and i got half a tree. i haven't had one in six seven months i had one last week it was fucking horrendous <laughs> i used to eat them like every two weeks i'd say for a million quid yeah uh, for a million quid you'd, you'd go hell for leather and just <laughs> you'd just have a real good go do, it, wouldn't do you? you think you'd be able to eat three in an hour no <laughs> in, an hour, in, an, in an hour yeah i might get two three is insane i wouldn't get three for a million. No one a million is across these oh, trees. Like a million quid. Even it doesn't matter if, it doesn't matter how much money is across the day, but in your stomach you can't put that many chips away with stress with uh, chicken balls and chicken and veg. But just all like it you'll give it a go. You'll bags. definitely go like you'll definitely go right, there's a million quid an offer. I'm going yeah. to fucking Yeah. And you can't get sick. No, I couldn't do three. Definitely couldn't do three. I think if you believed... You could, could you do three, Johnny? Yes. You could do three? No. <laughs> so, I never would you Certified kind of, fat boy. Yeah. No, you're just kind of sitting there after the first one going, oh, what's wrong with me? I don't, last thing you want to see after the first one is a number of spice bags. Actually, Dino said a great thing before. You've never eaten a spice bag, gone to bed, and woken up the next day and said to yourself, thank God I ate that spice bag. <laughs> you've, you've always woken up and gone, why did I eat that fucking spice uh, bag? It is definitely... Uh, you know, I wouldn't be against ordering one in. It's taken years off your life, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, there's so much in it. 
There's so much. They used to be a lot bigger as well. The, as soon as you first brought them out, there's fucking heaps of disgraceful carry on. Oh, that's a chill. <laughs> oh, there's all sorts of like nowadays, and nearly is just a spice bag. But back in the day, everyone used to have their own kind of dish, or like yeah, when I first yeah, I, when I used to live in Canada, spice bags. Obviously, it's an Irish thing, but because there were so many Irish people over there, there were certain Chinese restaurants, and there was a, a page on Facebook was like, oh, go here, this is the best one, and it was just like chips, curry sauce, and chicken, like spice bags. Elsewhere, Bar Susie's are so different. Like the actual, actual food. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, Susie's who I go to. I go to Susie's as well. But if you go, like, say, somewhere into town to get a spice bag, everything's so stale. Everything's Is so. It? Yeah. Like, what's that one place? Charlie's? Oh, don't ever go to Charlie's. That's around the corner from me at work. Yeah. That's proper at four o'clock in the morning. Like, that place, they've opened one up on a. Westmoreland Street, and I work in Delir Street. There was always one up on George Street. No one's ever in there for lunch. That's not a, like a, a place you go for like, oh, it's lunchtime in town. Where do we go for a decent meal? That is proper. Like, people are full. They've come out of like gloves. They're just good. Where's the crap food? What's open? It's one of those things. What's open? And that's where they go. Well, that's what Charlie's is all about. Because <laughs> Charlie has like, it's like six Charlie's in town, isn't it? Yeah. It's a fair few. Yeah, that's how many people go to get Chinese at four o'clock in the morning that they can open oh, up that many. We're a terrible country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we need to move this mailbag on because we still got so many questions. <laughs> and we're like two something hours in. Yeah. Fuck uh, it. Would you rather be so fast in the loo people think you didn't wash your hands or too long that people always think it's shit? Sorry, say it again? Would you rather be so fast when you go to the loo that people don't think you've washed your hands? Or would you want to take so long every time that people think you've had a shit? But at least if you've taken... If people think you've taken a shit, at least they also think you've washed your hands. <laughs> Maybe not. You never know. Imagine being known as the fellow who's walked like... Well, there's two, uh, there's, yeah, both sides of the coin are like, you <laughs> want the fellow who doesn't or the fellow who constantly goes to Jack's for a show. <laughs> I'd rather be, I'd, uh, I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> both of them are terrible outcomes. <laughs> Nothing good comes from either of those results. Yeah, we need an answer. <laughs> um, well, at least your hygiene's up to standard if, you, if you're known as a fellow politics show. <laughs> Okay, great, great answer. Even though there was no positive outcome from that, no, like most things in Bush. <laughs> Are you envious of your brother putting Rogers Town on the map? No, I made my money. Huh? I made my money to him. Okay. <laughs> Someday he's going to turn around and make it a lot more money than me. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride that one out until that day comes. <laughs> so you firmly believe that he will. Eventually, yeah. It was only, but well, he's only struggling at the moment because there's no nightclubs open. He he moved to London on the assumption that he's supposed to go back in March. That uh, like the way he goes to Dublin, there's like three nightclubs to play music in for him. But you know, London. I never been to London, but I know London's massive. So I think I think his idea was if I do a set from I don't know eleven o'clock to one o'clock in the morning, 
I can then leave that venue and go and do a set from somewhere from two o'clock to four o'clock in the morning. Was he doing that? So yeah, me and, me and Goose went to, well, doing that, like go from one area to the other on the same night. I, yeah. don't, I don't know. I'm just, that's a guess. Yeah. But uh, me and Goose went to see him in Munich one time. And uh, his set was like, I think he was like two o'clock to five o'clock in the morning. Mm. And we seen him. And I was like, we sat around for half an hour. He went, he, he went off. He was doing a set in Berlin. And uh, once the set was over, we sticked around for like half an hour. And it was like, yeah, whatever. Like, what was going on? Went back to the hotel. But uh, the nightclub goes till the afternoon and keeps going till oh. the next night over there. Their thing is like open on Friday, close on Monday. So yeah. people come and go. So well, that, that comes with his type of music. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if yeah. you haven't heard of him, check him out. What What do your parents actually think of like Tommy just going off doing a set? Like he is kind of like a big deal and like EPs starting and all that. Don't don't care. Just not, not not don't care. I don't know. Oh, you don't know. All right. Because like we we'll, we'll all like we'll be sitting around the table or having dinner. And the other one would just be like, oh, what, are you, what are you doing this weekend? And he'll be like, oh, I'm going to, might have like a gig in like Dublin and then Glasgow and then Munich and then Paris. And then it's like, he'll ask me, what are you doing? And it's like, I, I don't know, I just get paid. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then like we Saturday and like I'll be out in the rip and get a call from work. And it's just like, okay, well, I guess I'm working now. Yeah. You'd, you'd, like, you'd much rather be do what he's doing. Because like ask anybody you know, no one, not no one, there's people out there, but no one loves the nine to five office job. If you could do what he's doing, like, I know plenty of lads have like, I said, I'd love to be what he's doing. Yeah. I'd love to do what he's doing. Well, like, his music makes me feel very old. I don't get that. Does it? Yeah. I listen to it a fair bit. Yeah, I, listen, I, I listen to an awful lot of heavy metal, but I listen to like his techno music. I'd love to be into that music so I can support Tommy. But he doesn't play constantly. Like, if you look at his EP set last year, he played like uh, Trance and all, like Mauro Piccolo. He's very famous and that's not heavy. That's all like club level shit. Mm. But I know there's a certain time and place for uh, this kind of music. Yeah. That's why he played a set in a forest at four in the morning in Strat Valley. <laughs> like, would Louis be big into that music? Don't know, don't care. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I, know I actually missed, I, I missed Tommy's set EP last year because I was out to my four EP and I was bollocks. And then eventually I woke up, got to uh, the gates of EP where cars drive by, like the people doing security now. Yeah. And they'd open it and then you walk through and I was in Canada and people in because the gate was packed. You got like 11,000 people or something. Have you ever played the card that that's my brother playing in there? No, I'd actually be the opposite. A lot oh. of people would be like, there's Tommy's brother. Yeah. Because people tell them that. And when they come over to me and I'm like, no. That's not what I mean. And you go, what? But he said over there. I, said, no, I know who you're talking about. It's not what I mean. Because it's funnier to watch him. Go, what? what, what, what? <laughs> we, were, we were in Galway one time, and uh, the clerk was in the back of the bus, and I was in the middle of it. And uh, <laughs> I could hear him talking. And a bunch of boys goes, Do you know Tommy Hulahan? Because he found clerk from Russia. He goes, Do I fucking know him? I'll do you one better. And he just pointed at me, There's his fucking brother. And I was like, Clerk, shut the fuck up. And <laughs> the two boys were like, oh, hey, What's up? Uh, and then the lads were texting a few of the lads, and uh, those boys ended up in hostel. Like, <laughs> don't know why. Well, when I was uh, inter- racist. when I was in Toronto, and uh, I was in Budapest at one point, and uh, there was like techno playing wherever club we're in, and your man was like, "Oh, where are you from? Wherever?" Some like some lad, maybe a bit older than me, he's going, "Where are you from?" I was like, "Oh, Ireland." He's like, "Oh, I love this kind of music. Do you know Tommy Hulahan?" I was like, "Do I know?" <laughs> 
and like, I sent Tommy a Snapchat, and then I go, and I just go, here, say whatever you want to him. <laughs> He's just like, Tommy, I love, like, really putting, like, a whole minute into Snapchat going, like, I love you and all this. Sure, very good. And then Tommy was like, Sean, who was that? I was like, just a fan. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we ran into a lot of Tommy's gig in Munich, uh, and he's just like, oh, he's really 35, and he's by himself. And he was like, yeah, I seen your brother in Amsterdam on the New Year's Eve last year. He played some massive gig in Amsterdam with a bunch of, like, like big DJs. And, uh, he promised over there by himself. He's like, that's your brother. He's like, that's unreal. He was like, Ugh. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. And my mom's like, that, no, that's so good. I was like, yeah, okay. He's like, oh, that's class. I was like, okay. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> how, how big do you see him? Like, Tommy's just around the head, still like, I don't know, probably about 5'10. <laughs> Fuck you out. Fuck you Fuck On a fame scale, do you see him like, World rock wide rock star, or do you just like ask this Tommy piss around the house? It doesn't, doesn't matter how fucking famous he'd be, it's just good. We've been in the house together, like, you, like wake up in the morning, like, most of them has been say each other, it'd say anything to each other in the kitchen, just be making their own thing. But it was like, he arrived back from London last week, and I was in a meeting at work, hadn't seen each other in like four months, and he opened the door, and I was talking, and he goes, All right, I was like, Get out! And he goes, All right. <laughs> <laughs> And then when, when I was doing my meeting, I went down to his room. I was like, all right? And he goes, all right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah. I was like, all right. And I just walked back to the kitchen. Yeah, ask how London went there. What have you been doing? Uh, I haven't been here for two years. You never asked me any questions. That's too selfish a thought. How was that too selfish? <laughs> <laughs> I come home now and he's back living in Rush in my room. Like just playing PlayStation. I was like, I just want this room to myself. <laughs> Ah, so you don't care. Just a rock. You'll get famous, but like, what? Why would I care if he's famous? It's not going to change that, is it? I don't think so. It'll change. It'll change everything about his life. Yeah, like yeah. making. If he gets famous, say you make mad money or whatever. But like, I'm never going to fucking change whatever I say to him. Like, yeah, that'd be bad if I did. If you came yeah. big and it's just like you start like, oh yeah, this, 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 I'm not going to change. That'd be bad. If you, I think it'd be worse if you did. You start going, oh yeah, like. Sort this out, sort that out. Yeah. It's also, this is a very preemptive assuming he's going to become the next massive thing. Hopefully yeah. he does. Yeah, hopefully he does. Because, like, he's yeah. so already got, like, I think he's on, like, 16, 17,000 Instagram followers. There's, like, a lot of traction behind him. Well, anywhere I've gone in the in Ireland in the yeah. past four years, I've gone to Galway races, I've gone to Donegal, I've gone to Killarney, I've been to into town, obviously, a lot of times, up to north. It's always been like obviously with lads from Rush, and then somewhere along the line, somebody gets tired and like clerking some a few times, but it's just not. Do we fucking know? There's his fucking brother. But <laughs> <laughs> like last time I talked to him, he didn't actually remember anything I said from school. I was going like, oh, do you remember you did that? Like, but he also spent three years in in school I was in. So yeah, yeah. But he's just like, like I don't know how much like I, I could say, oh, Tom. You did that in school, and you're like, no, I don't remember doing that. No, so if I said that to someone else, you're like, you don't know, Tommy. Tommy doesn't remember doing that. I suppose, but like, did you hang around with him or like? Only oh, hang around with him. Yeah, I knew you hung around with like Shane or like Dylan. Like I hang around with Big T, but uh, he has to remember as well. He's travelled way more than me anyway. Like he's he's 22 and he's travelled fucking. He done a tour. He done a tour last year in like Australia. 
Australia, New Zealand, Chicago, Vancouver, uh, I think you're doing LA, California, uh, and then like, you can't, uh, most weekends you do Glasgow, it was so close. Yeah. You love the music over there, I assume, because you can't get called over. And then you're doing a fair few in Germany. I don't know, we have to ask him, we doing the big one, wherever that big one was for New Year's Eve in Amsterdam a couple of years ago. Yeah. But it uh, brings back to the whole point where he moved to London. I think his whole idea was a lot more gigs, a lot, not the same. He used to play a hanger, I used to play DA for the local at the moment for hotels. I think. Yeah. You got a picture, we went to see Dennis Sultan one time, and uh, Tommy was there as well, and they got a picture of McGregor. And he comes out to us in the smoking area, me and Gooks, you know, looking at a picture, and I was like, who's just Tim McGregor? What the hell? McGregor was the gig for like a half hour, so. I, I could see that, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I thought they were. I'm sure recently. <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. Sure. No, nothing he's not used to. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, I, I thought the biggest celebrity he had was uh, the Viper opened one of his gigs before. Yeah, he opened the box off, I think. That was pretty funny. That, 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 that's definitely a notable thing, because it's yeah. so funny. Yeah, just but, the Viper uh, yeah. <laughs> doing that. Just the set, yeah. Check out the setting. YouTube, it, it's pretty good. Yeah. Any other big celebrities into that sort of thing, though? Uh, tried to see Charlotte DeWitt in Munich, who's a big techno DJ, and uh, used his name to try to get into the gig, and uh, she didn't answer me on Instagram. Who would have thought a woman with uh, 3 million followers wouldn't answer Tommy Hulahan's brother? Oh, what, what a bitch. What a bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> not you. Oh, she's missing out. Too big for her boots. That's what happens with fame. This get to their Go head. To their head. All of a sudden, you're not accepting Tommy's brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, um, yeah, no. I thought Tommy on some uh, podcast there. There's some techno related podcast though. He was on one, was he? I think he was. I haven't heard of any yeah. podcast from Yeah. I don't know if Tommy relates himself to Rush too much. Actually, no, a lot of the songs are based on Rush. Oh, yeah, Tommy, like, he's done like all of us. Like, he played Gab, played Herman, played football for years. Yeah. He played with Skill and Rush, I never did. Yeah. I didn't think the Rush actually had a team while you were in there. Oh, oh no, you weren't in there. At I wasn't in Rush, actually. Oh, yeah. Rush Secondary School. I was in Sowers. Ironically, my own I sent both of us to Swords because it's better than Rush. By the time I finished school, Rush was way better than Swords. And that's why Tommy is so big. Yeah, that's why they took, they took Tommy out of Swords and put him in Rush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, just that kind of music, I don't know. I think I need, I think I, I need words in my music. I've listened to it a bit in work. I'd have a couple of coffees and like, they're kind of buzzing. Yeah. There's definitely a certain characteristic to the music. Yeah, I assume it's like an acquired taste as that phrase goes so by so easily nowadays. Yeah, yeah true. There's that, there's, uh, if you're somebody walking into a blind without the expectancy of noise, <laughs> it'd be a lot. I can easily see someone doing it on a run, like yourself, Val, if that's said anything at all. I've listened, I've listened to it in the gym a few times. Because yeah. you just um, you just got to ask for absolution, that one. That's, that's, that's the heaviest one I know he has. For absolution, yeah, I know Costa del Rush, yeah, it's yeah. like South Beach burning bins. He has uh, <laughs> even names there, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, we had one, I, I, I don't, I think he released on, on Spotify, it was something weird, like in Shameless Gap, asking Casey questions or something, like, something <laughs> stupid because yeah. a, a lot of the stuff was just rush oriented, like, but they and loved it in Germany, they love it in Germany. When he was like working up to it, was he uh. We're putting like 12 hours in every day. Or oh, well, I 
week, not that we can't sleep on a war, I'd always ask, like, I'd always get the, the, um, my dad just here, he's having to turn it off there. I was studying my final year in college, trying to get through computer science. Yeah. So I had a fucking clue what was going on. I, just, <laughs> I was like, learn this and it might come up. And then, just did it. That's why I was always so pissed off like, when I play music, because like, I was just, like, fucking handicapped at trying to get through computer science. And then once we got through, I didn't give a shit. Like, and then he's just doing his fucking music. I don't care, I love his bit of music. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he's making tunes I think he released uh, he released like two or three singles recently because he can't do a lot of the Lou Lemonade I think is the he found some drinking and uh, hacking and he made the tune yeah. off that it's mad that yours brother and you go yeah I think he did that <laughs> but I don't know everything what did Dave do yesterday Dave is doing very well yeah what did he do yesterday <laughs> you remember you remember, oh, you remember. Yeah. actually Oh no, I called David. Very recently, around the piston last week for three days. Yeah, but I had to call him about. Yeah, boys, do you want a bit of a spice bag between you? I'm alright. I'm alright. I have a yeah, little we'll one. I... Yeah, I'll drop it in the bowl. Yeah, 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 you want. Uh, anyway. Um... You're fed better in this house than in mine. That's the name of your podcast, Nitro, and you're getting fed better than my own guy. <laughs> oh, there's like a. Oh, yeah, about that. David, yeah, because yeah. I had to ring him asking, like, do you have a cough? From uh, a fair know, few lads, yeah, a fair few lads. Fair few lads had a cough, but he did have a cough, and everyone had a cough. I got, yeah, okay, we, cause I, I got the, I got the care back with Agla, and Agla got tested, and he was. Agla got tested, yeah, he was okay. Hey, I said, get Stop, stop. I'd be for the truth. Who got this? We had a lot of dinner out there. No, it's bothered our new spice box. There's spare ribs in there. Oh, I thought I was the only one who got ribs. Let me guess that as well. Uh, yeah, do you have a rant? Because we're two and a half hours in. A rant? Rant? To the what? What do you rant? Somebody rush. What do you hate? Do you hate? North There's so much stuff I hate. But I need people. I need to be in a group of people, and they say something, they go and just pick it off and go at it. Like, mm. it's, yeah. I don't have enough top here that I fucking rant about. Um, that everywhere else is opened up in Dublin, isn't it? That's our own fault, isn't it? Dublin's the thickest fucking we have. Yeah, places like fucking Blanchard and Balbriggan, where it's like, like people just don't accept what's going on or just don't give a shit about what's going on. And yeah, keep like, going without the mask, and then it's like, give out about not, not mask wearers and all that. You don't wear masks, you're just a fucking dope person. Yeah. Like, it really is just a simple rant. You're a fucking clown if you don't wear a mask. <laughs> like, town, what was the one, like, Bob Riggin, Tala, uh, uh, where else, Blanche, and there was somewhere else with the really high areas where people were getting affected, or like, the most cases. Was that just wear a fucking mask and stop hanging around in big groups in areas doing fucking, like, you're out, like, COVID hasn't happened, but you're just standing around talking shit, but that's how you pass it on. You go home and you affect your office at home and this will never leave. You just have people just going around like it's not happening and then it just continues the cycle of like cases will drop down soon but then they'll fucking lock us down again because cases will spike again because people aren't wearing masks and uh, boy, boy, the fucking lockdown rules. It's all gone the bollocks. Great rant. <laughs> it's not so much for pandas or something. Yeah, it's not fucking stupid. I'll take you. I'll take you all day. And... 
You know, I have nothing really against that rant because you shouldn't just be wearing a mask and te- keeping your two-meter distance having... The two-meter distance doesn't exist. You have to remember the general public is fucking retarded. I'm pretty sure sometimes in shops when I'm queuing up, that's not two meters ahead it of me. It definitely is not. I walked into Lipo today, as I said earlier, and I forgot I didn't have a mask with me. But I was expecting them to kick me out, and they didn't. But they served me a coffee, and I was outside drinking. But if they kicked me out, I would have went, that's fair. That's, yeah, fair. A lot of people wouldn't say that. That's the thing. That's the fucking handicap people. And uh, after a run... You know, your rant has been heard a lot over social media and stuff like that. People just don't don't want to hear that someone's not wearing a mask at this stage, especially in the pandemic. So, uh, yeah, what do we have now, Ballo? Is it the... What do you mean? What's the, now, what's the next stage after a rant? You have to recommend someone? Yeah, or... Why are you acting like you've never done this before? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a long time since you did a proper. <laughs> yeah, uh, Simon, is there anyone you'd recommend to come on the pod, uh, especially any celebrity DJs? <laughs> and the one thing I wouldn't recommend for a dreary podcast, Matthew Duff. That would be terrible. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to that. You want to hear how cars work? Give him a call. Your <laughs> shy football tactics? Give him a call. Um, <laughs> You would recommend, uh, yeah, get Tommy in the podcast, he'll tell you a few things. Probably, he's more, more traveled man than me. Well, hopefully, he's actually in the country if he wins. Yeah, well, yeah, he's at home at the moment. Did he, did he actually do the podcast? Well, Shani was saying he'd done one there a while ago, he was listening to it. Yeah, well, I wasn't listening to it, I just saw that he advertised about it. Oh, I'd say Tommy at your podcast, I'd say something, yeah. And if I said Tommy, oh, do a freestyle, could he just like. <laughs> but that's not like, what? <laughs> He'd probably just like. Brings his decks to the whole, <laughs> That's a whole operation. Like, as long as you're coach. Do you have a keyboard there? <laughs> keyboard cat, dude. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I, re- I recommend Tommy. Okay. And hopefully he can inspire me and Valo into his genre of music. You okay with that, Valo? Maybe. I love that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Tommy, hope you hope you get a lot of votes. Uh you're up against a strong competition of the Duff and <laughs> Peter. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't bring up it. <laughs> Scrap that. Okay, we're done. We're done. <laughs>